Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You are about to experience the Drunken Peasants podcast, the greatest podcast in human history. Please recognize that this podcast is designed to be amusing and entertaining, and thus we engage in satirical comments, exaggerations, and even dirty jokes. If you are offended by such things, please go away and die. If you enjoy this podcast, we ask that you help to support its existence by contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash DP. Contributors get regular access to monthly private shows, special commentaries, Google Hangouts with the peasants, and more. If you don't want to do that, you can also support the show by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants to get a free audiobook and access to over 150,000 and audiobook titles, including great selections on science and skepticism. And if you shop on Amazon.com, we strongly urge you to use one of the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of our videos. You can help support the show simply by using our link to buy things you are going to buy anyway. Now that we've got all that shit out of the way, sit back and enjoy the show. From the frigid armpit of America, this is the Drunken Peasants Podcast with Ben and TJ, bringing you opinions of the news from an altered perspective. Fuck it! <laughs> you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. What the fuck are you talking about, atheist? You know what, it's okay. You're nothing, KJ. You're garbage. Okay. I just want to no, no, be no, light. No, no. You're garbage. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, Ben and TJ. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode 216. On Monday, March 14th, on the 2016. Smoke weed every day. Um, you know, we're we're not mm. we're not our usual chipper selves today. <laughs> I don't not know in the same place either. Chipper, but you know, 
Uh, yeah, we're usually. We're, why are. are we here on the Amazing Atheist channel? That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm, I don't know. Oh, I know. It's because <laughs> a little fucking weasel named Tommy Sodomizer. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's pronounced Sodomizer. That's right. Tommy Sodomizer. Yeah, Sodomizer. Correct. Um, no, no, no. Sodomizer. No, no, Sodomizer. Oh, Sodomizer. Tommy. Yeah, okay. uh, Tommy Sodomizer. Um, Sodomizer. He has false DMCA'd us. Um, he's decided that uh, fair use uh, doesn't apply, as so many obtuse morons have before him. And uh, just like all of those other obtuse morons, like Daddy Derek and, you know, all the other morons who have filed... You can't be mean to me. Jenny McDermott, whoever else, uh, they're all stupid. They're all... They always lose, but... Uh, they always fuck you while you're going through the process because, of course, YouTube automatically takes the side of the copyright holder even when they're a moron, so... And we have to wait uh, up to 10 business days. So, uh, it looks like we'll be streaming from over here for a while. Now, um, we put a video up on the Drunken Peasants channel explaining the situation and explaining that there's a strike on our account and uh, our live streaming privileges have been revoked as well as a number of other uh, YouTube features. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's getting a lot of views. Uh, I would urge you guys to go over to the Drunken Peasants channel and watch that if you haven't. Um, but, uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy actually responded to it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll put that up. Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see what Tommy said. <coughs> I'm sure he's really going to explain himself. Oh, hold on. That's, well, the, that's, the... That, that's actually the strike itself, so we can start yeah. with this. Uh, this is our account in bad standing. This, uh, on its own, will expire in September. Yay! Yay, we'll stream then. If you receive two more strikes, your account will be terminated after seven days. We Yeah, claimed by Sotomayor Entertainment. Yeah, Sotomayor Entertainment. And what you can say here is it was manually added. This yes. is, so this is totally done manually. Uh, Tommy Sotomayor is done with the peasants again was the name of the video he flagged. <laughs> How fucking ironic is that? And he's that? still apparently not done with us. Um... There you see the video ID, and you see the uh, where it's claimed by uh, Sotomayor. And uh, we have already filed the counter notification, so uh, hopefully that process will not take too long. Still holding out some hope that maybe in, in the intervening days, Tommy will come to his senses and drop this ridiculous, bogus claim. In, in our video back on the Drunken Peasants channel that we recently made, we accused Tommy of being a hypocrite for two reasons. One... He made a video not too long ago criticizing how black people that don't like him always false DMCA him all the time. And, that, and white people never do that to him, which is the usual narrative of most of his uh, videos. True. Right. He also, uh, we also said, you know, you've used our clips in the past. Yeah, and this is a, actually of all the points we brought up in that video, we brought up several points. The only point he responded to was that one. And he said... Sorry, I have never used your video. I told people to go to your video. I have never used your videos. You are a liar. I have never used your videos because it's not cool for me to use your content and you not get paid for it. I'm good. Well, Tommy, I'm afraid to, uh, to let you know that actually the liar is you because you have, in fact, used our clips in your video. And um, we, we can actually prove that. Here's a fucking video of yours. We will try not to play very much of it because we know how sensitive you are about that. But let's just get to the part where you play our clip, right there. Hold on. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, your Google didn't work since you talked about yeah. research and how I should know so much before I turn sure, the camera sure. on. Sure, sure. No camera. On. 
Todd, but I don't know why anybody Todd. Where's the part where you used it? It's before this. You passed it already. There it was. Love me, and she said. There he is. Hey, that looks like our show. Oh shit! He just cut to our show. That's weird. When I was a little kid, my mom would the shit out of me. Oh, they can't see it. And I asked her, "Mommy, do you love me?" And she said, "Take us off the screen too." So they can really see what the fuck this is. Okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take everything off here and uh, yeah, get a good look. At what's all right, going get on. a good look at this. This is Tommy's video right here. Yeah, and it fades into our video. He's talking. And Keep in mind, probably. Tommy's comment while you watch this video. Yeah. Tried to book a watermelon. This part. Let me tell you something, man. When I was a little kid, my mom would whoop the shit out of me. And I asked her, Mommy, do you love me? And she said, Fuck no, I don't love you. There he is, using our clips from our video, despite the fact that he said, Oh, I don't do that. I've never done that. It almost seemed like in that video, he played our video to criticize what we said. Yeah, almost as if Ooh. there was some kind of like you know, like fair use or something like, like he's, he's allowed to do that by law. Yeah, And we didn't, we, we were like flagging him. Remember that? Remember the time we flagged him for that? I don't either. Cause we didn't, cause we're not assholes. So apparently Tommy thinks that he can use our clips and he understands that he has fair use. But when we use his clips, it's not fair use, even though our content is transformative in nature, even though it doesn't commercially affect his content, even though we're using it for purposes of commentary and criticism, even though it meets several of not just one, but several of the criteria for fair uh, use. He uses the king criteria. I'll have you know, was it fair to Tommy? Was it fair to him? No, it wasn't. Let's bring Mr. Zigo in here. Yeah. I hope he has something to say. Oh, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure Paul has nothing to say about this. Rip. Rip him. Rip him. Da -na 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 -na. Rip him. Hello, rip Paul. Him Welcome to the show. Ben Paul. Howdy. How's, How's it going? going? Good. Uh, you know, uh, could be better, Paul. No, it's going yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I'm, it's well, going Tommy. Good for me. Tommy Sotomayor is is just spewing butthurt all over Twitter at this moment. I've been kind of is following. He? Oh wow, really? Yeah. Can yeah. What's that? Can you let us know what he's what he's tweeting? Yeah, let me bring it up here real quick. Um, cool. Just give me a sec. I got to get back to his. Uh, sure. His Take your time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got a lot to say about this on his. Oh, on he his does. Twitter. Does yeah. he now? Okay. So let's see. Let me let me go back a ways because his whole Twitter has basically been us for the last two hours, I'd say. He says, uh, in response to somebody, you write, it has no relevance that some white dude I don't know keeps taking my content and white people think it's cool. White people, it, Wait, so, it always becomes a racial issue. Yeah, like him. every time, like, if, like it, it, when black people are flagging his video, black people flag. But now when we use his content within the fucking parameters of fair use, he's like, white people are always what, stealing it's, content. It's what, she, it's what he's looking for. It's like with Anita Sarkeesian, like sexism is everywhere. It's like when someone sees racism everywhere, they're going to see racism everywhere. Yeah, yeah. What a cuck. Yeah. I mean, it's cunt. just over and over kind of the same stuff. Ah, you can't rebut people who just sit around and make money using other people's content. Take snips, that's fine. Take snips, not, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to be stalked online by people who think it's cool to now take my daughters and talk about her all while using my video. Uh -huh. he's, so, he's, so he's pulling the Brett Keen maneuver there. Like we, <laughs> I, I, I really my remember... Family. Yeah, I really my going, family. We never attacked your daughter. 
what we did was we mentioned you were saying that slave that the slaves had a choice so we presented you with the rhetorical dilemma of okay imagine you were given this choice where it's like we're gonna like rape and murder your daughter if you try to resist us also also no matter no matter what we say that's not grounds for a dmca right i mean yeah that's a totally separate issue in, in the first place <laughs> oh here's here here's his direct response to your threat to sue him for the lost revenue on the drunken peasants channel yeah. He says, okay, I got the money to pay it if the judge sees fit, but they took all my content and my lawyer says that's illegal, so let's do it. Oh, you're a lawyer. Who's uh -huh. a lawyer? Yeah, okay, so before you filed this DMCA, you, of course, did the prudent thing and consulted your attorney. Fuck no, he didn't. You did not. Right, because the very act that took our video down and put the strike on our channel was a violation of the law. Well, so it, I, I think I, I think it's relevant for Tommy to know that what he's doing is perjuring himself. The same as walking into into court and putting your hand up and swearing on the Bible, and then lying on the stand. That's what you've done. The video that 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 we uploaded that you took down with a false DMCA falls well within the guidelines of fair fair use. If you had a lawyer, you'd know that, but, but you don't. But Paul, but Paul, let me ask you something. Do you think it's a, actually a realistic penalty? Like, I mean, I, I know it could be, but it's, I think so often people say, oh, it's illegal, but does anyone ever really get caught or really get in trouble for it? Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. I think I think uh, it's it's pretty rare for YouTube channels to have the money and the will to go to court to defend their revenue streams when yep. shit like this happens. That's why exactly. Brett Keen is still around. But you know what? I'm, I'm not speaking for you guys, but from the video sure. you uploaded today on the Drunken Peasants, it sounds like you guys have the money and you have the will to see this thing through and get not only that, Not only that, but we have prospective benefactors that would back us. Yeah, several, also. several dozen people have already offered to contribute to a legal defense fund for the show. So I hope it doesn't come to that. I truly hope that Tommy will come to his senses and drop this so that we don't have to be embroiled in this long, protracted battle just to fucking see common sense prevail after perhaps months and months of uh, litigious bullshit. But if that's the way it's got to be, I guess that's the way it's got to be. Yeah. So what what time frame are we looking at here uh, before we would? Oh, I would say before the next show. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're gonna have to wait to see the result of this DMCA uh, in, on YouTube, but uh, um, that, that could take up to ten business days. Too. So I mean, regard however that pl plays out, uh, we'll see, and then be, after that, we'll decide what other measures I we mean, need to take. Right now, we're looking at up to two weeks. To really have any sort of word uh, of this moving forward at all. Crazy shit. Crazy. Yeah, he, uh, he posted something about, and I think this is why he's doing this more than anything else. I think he knows that this is not illegal. He, he, he talks about, and I'm trying to find it here, but he said, you know, I'm not going to let uh, people use my content to clown me. Well, you know what, dude? That's part, that's part of being a public figure in the United States. Criticism is protected. Yeah, I mean, uh, as it should be. You're the one who decided you were going to put yourself out there on YouTube. I mean, if you, if you, there's plenty of people who use my footage to clown me and throw shade my way. Ain't like I'm immune to this shit. No one is. 
You don't get to go around filing false DMCAs just because your butt hurt. I mean, I guess you can, but you're, it's not going to work out for you. I mean, look, th- th- this is obviously a transparent attempt at censorship. It's these people are making fun of me. I don't like that. I don't actually want to engage in a dialogue with them or argue with them or whatever or ignore them. I just want to take them down. I want to take any content related to me down and say, oh, I'm not getting paid, so it's not fair to me. So I'm, I, I'm, I'll see you in court. You know, he's claiming these things, but I don't think he wants to go to court on these issues. Maybe he does, but I don't think so. We'll see. <laughs> all right, so uh, I guess that's about all that needs to be said about that situation. I would recommend once again that everyone who wants to know more about this to go check out the video we uploaded to the Drunken Peasants channel explaining the whole thing. It's up there, and uh, it'll probably give you um, a, a better idea about where exactly <laughs> things stand. But um, And we'll keep everyone updated, so. Fuck yeah. <coughs> also, we want to let everyone know that coming up on Monday, March 28th, we will have the professional girl gamer, Casey Tron. Yeah, on the show. She's amazing. Wow. She's she's a professional girl gamer, <laughs> a feminist. Uh, what what a, else? a Christian, right? A Christian yeah. too. She's a, she's a Christian yeah. feminist professional gamer girl with huge fucking jiggly tits. Uh, TJ, wow. the last time she was on, you were pretty mean to her. I yeah, I know. What I was hell? not. I was not. That was foreplay, and Come afterwards on. we had sex. <laughs> a lot of white knights. Oh. A lot of white knights said that, TJ. I don't know. Yes. yes. Well, you know they're wrong. They don't just—they just don't understand how to talk to a woman properly, um, like I do. Yeah, with all your neckbeard experience, TJ. You know, you talk—you talk to a woman with the back of your hand. That's how you talk oh, to her. Oh wow. Okay. Especially you, a bitch like Casey Tron. A total aside. Um, on that note, Such TJ, I remember funny. one time me and you were at a mall. Uh-huh. And I ran after these girls and said, "My brother likes you," and ran and, and then like kind of ran away. And I saw what TJ did. TJ like they like they said really, and they started walking towards TJ, and he like literally ran away in terror. Yeah. So like TJ like telling you he knows how to talk to women is just, it's total bullshit. Yeah. Okay, I was also like 13 when that happened. You were like 15. No, I was like 13. Oh, you're, I still, was fucking, you're still a little bitch. I was fucking acne-scarred and horrible and awkward. You still don't know how to talk to people, TJ. Whatever, Scotty. I'm not to talk most, to you, most, bitch. Most people you fucking know, TJ. You just you like introduce, hey, I'm TJ. Here's some fucking vor porn. What do you think? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sometimes me and TJ have to use the same inbox for things, and it's like I'll see these other messages come in, and I'll be like, oh, my God. And he doesn't give a shit anyway. He doesn't fucking care if anyone knows. She's like, well, whatever. What do you think? Because, you know, some people like it, man. Uh-huh. You got to know what you, you, what you share in common with people. <laughs> a typical TJ conversation. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why when, when we met, you didn't, like, expose me immediately to Vor. Because I remember you talking on your channel before about how you have no, like, real fetishes and shit, and you're just kind of, like, vanilla, boring... I yeah. just wants to have sex like a boring fuck. <laughs> I don't that, have no uh, fantasies about getting eaten or nothing. That you video suck. could use an update. It could use oh, an update. Oh, really? Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to say that I wasn't 100% honest in that video, but, you know... As a sexual being, I've, I've, I've kind of... Uh, You've evolved. You've evolved. He got I've into clopping. Yeah. You got into clopping. Yeah. I got into he takes clopping. Two, he takes two severed horse hooves and fucking slams his cock between them. <laughs> clop, 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 clop. <laughs> that's what clopping is, right? Yeah. I yes, believe that's yes. what it is. Absolutely. Very sexy. Feels great. Feels great. I, Gives you a I, full, full, like, full body <laughs> orgasm. Wow. Cool. When you clop off. 
Yeah. Ooh. I gotta try that. Yeah. Maybe I've been missing something. Yeah. By the way, before we get started with the show, too, I've got the fucking scale, TJ. I'm ready for this weigh-in anytime. Uh, well, I'm ready for it too, but Scotty thinks that we should fucking like build it up some more. Well, so. no, I want to do okay. a video of I want to do a video of TJ like, stuffing his face. So people can see like how, because obviously he needs every, uh, he's going to really have the, you're actually going to have the advantage, Paul, because you've actually not been really dieting lately, and TJ kind of has, a little bit at least. <laughs> so. I, I sat down at a table with TJ last night, and he ate a bunch of sausage and potatoes. And then, okay, like, you ordered the exact same thing on, as me, hold and on, you ate the whole thing, and there was, I had hold, leftovers. Hold so. on, hold on. Yeah, okay. Hold on. And then, and then, then, like, not even, like, an hour later, I hear TJ, like, literally inhale a bowl of cereal. Like, <laughs> it was, like, this never-ending sound of, like, milk being slurped and, like, you know, like, whatever, oats and whatever. It was, uh, it, it was Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Oh, my God. Oh, that, ben, he, that wasn't the end of the night for TJ. Oh, after, I know. After you left, he had biscuits and gravy, like uh, some microwave yeah, shit. I yeah. did. But the fucking German food I ate was my first meal of the day, so. <laughs> this is going to be a... This is- this is going to be a good battle because I think TJ and I, like the time that we spent together, I think we eat kind of similarly. Like TJ yeah, just oh said, yeah. it was his first. It was his first TJ's, meal of the day. Like, TJ's I kind of been just, dieting, as in like he has a diet that he that he follows. I I usually just eat one big fat meal a day. Like if I had my way, I'd just eat one gigantic buffet every day. And I think TJ's <laughs> kind of the same way, but I punctuate it with like these snacks. Yeah. That are not great snacks. Like you I've been graze. up and down. I've been Ooh, up and a down box a lot. of Cheez Its. This is gone yeah. five minutes from now. Yeah, like I've been up and down a lot because I'm in uh, pain and shit at night. And I've, I like woke up at five a.m. this morning and I was like, "Well, I could eat something." And I went and I got like a big, like three big thick slices of cheese that we bought for our sandwiches. And I just sat and I ate cheese at five in the morning. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like that's what you're dealing with. I feel that that I, you hit me where I live on that one. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, man. I feel you. But yeah, I, mean, I guess so. So when is this weigh-in going to happen then? Yeah, I think it should oh happen on the very next show. I wish. Okay, fine. Okay. Next show. Wednesday right, show, yeah. Scotty. We're fucking doing the weigh-in. I don't give a shit. Fuck you, Scotty. Sack of shit. What? Why are you pissed at me? Because I'm mad. I basically gave you license to eat a bunch of fattening food yeah, all day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, You suck. You're garbage, Scotty. You know, I'm going to sabotage you, TJ. You insult hey, me to one the, more time. You know what, I'm Scotty? Go to, the, go to the fucking car and get my Cheetos. No. I got Cheetos in the car. You insulted me, TJ. Go get my Cheetos, no. Scotty. No. Hey, Scottsworth. Get my Cheetos. Don't, don't be cheating either. Don't be drinking a bunch of fucking water before the weigh-in and shit. Let's just... He can do, oh, no, 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 no. You I'm can, cheating. You I'm can cheating consume, my ass off. You so. can consume whatever you want before the weigh-in. Just giving you fair warning. You that. better cheat, what? too. Isn't it isn't it better like to just like live our lives normally? Because no. I'm not I, I usually don't drink a gallon of fucking water in a day. So what? here's here's Paul. Here's Paul. Blue thirty two. Blue thirty two. Hut hut hut. Hey Paul, no. if you don't want to have the advantage, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take the advantage. Yeah. I'm yeah, cheating. <laughs> I never cheating don't is. cheat. Oh yeah, Paul. I'll tell you if you if you have won any chance of winning, you're gonna have to cheat. Because Tito's going to okay. cheat as much as he can. He's going to cheat as much yeah. as he I can. I might even lob off some limbs just to lose a little more weight. <laughs> Damn. 
I chopped my arm off. Now I'm I, I win. I lost thirty pounds in a single day. Dude, you just need to do that. Like, just get like a fucking uh, like a like a cleanse. Do a cleanse right before you do like the next weigh in. Yeah, I'll go go buy some detox products. Oh and, like, my god, shit my guts yeah. out. Dude, dude, uh, laxatives. Yeah. I'll just take laxatives daily. Rawr, daily yeah. laxatives. Become totally dehydrated. Risk death, but I'll win. No, no. Just take a laxative on the day that you have to do the weigh-in and just flush yourself out. Yeah. Now I'm going to take one every day. Dude, I'm, going, uh, I'm, I'm going with a suppository, dude. Just because it's fun? Well, or No, no, because it works quicker. Like you put it right in your ass and you're shitting in like a minute. Wow. Crazy. I got to get one of those. I didn't know about that. Yeah, laxatives take like 12 hours. You know, uh, earlier today I was listening to Howard Stern and he was interviewing Sally Field and they started talking about politics. And I'm very disappointed in Howard Stern because he said that he thinks that the rise of Bernie Sanders is like anti-woman against Hillary. Like like they're against Hillary because she's a woman. Howard Stern said this shit. Dude, Stern has rebranded himself so hard in the last like couple of years. I don't even know who he is anymore. Like, yeah, I mean, like uh, um, he, he had Lena Dunham on and kissed her ass all over the place and just agreed with every feminist talking point she had. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, he sucks now. I remember when he used to fucking throw like pies at women's asses and like make them fucking shove fish. Dude, up their he pussies. would have them ride a Sibian, which is this crazy masturbation oh. machine. Yeah. But now he's Mr. Feminist Values. Apparently. What the fuck happened? I, I don't what know. What the fuck well, he happened? Got he brought, I, I do know what happened. He brought in what? this chick named Marcy Turk to restructure his show. And the first thing she did was take away what everybody's favorite part of, of uh, Howard Stern's show is, which is the crazy, like, uh, the whack pack. The crazy, like, weird people that he brings on the show. She was like, much less of that. So he stopped doing that and started focusing on his, his skills as an interviewer, which are good. I like Stern's interviews, but his interviews now are so tame and so, like, boring. Like, yeah, compared they... to, like, he used to get people in there, like, really well-respected people and be like, oh, so you ever done anal? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, all now... the time. And now, wow. and now he's just all, he's, he just kowtows and simpers and just kind of backs up everything they say, never challenges people anymore. I hope that one day our show is popular enough for us to sell out and become fucking feminine Nazis, too. <laughs> We've always respected women here at the Drunken Peasants. Seriously, though, I couldn't... I, I, I was kind of flabbergasted when I heard it, because Howard Stern is one of my heroes, and it's just fucking weird that he said something like that. Like, that it's totally unfounded. You know, there there's no evidence to support that. It's just like the fucking shit with the Ghostbusters trailer. Like, if you don't like the Ghostbusters trailer, you're sexist. It's like, no, it's just a shitty trailer. Just like Hillary's just a shitty yeah, candidate. I saw a nice BuzzFeed article on that. It was like 23 examples of, of how, why you know, people not liking Ghostbusters because of sexism. Okay, I'm sure there are guys out there who... Well, that's what they did. They cherry-picked all yeah, the ones I mean, like, I'm like, sure there are people out there who... We just don't need no women, women bullshit. But there's so many things about that trailer that are so fucking wrong well, beyond just women. Um, just like there's so many things wrong with Hillary Clinton just beyond her being a fucking woman. Um, but, you know, we actually went to a Bur- – Bernie said – well, Scotty didn't because he's lazy. But me and Ben and uh, Chelsea and uh, some random people we just met there. Uh, that were fans of the show. Yeah, like 
Oh man, we we went we went there. The the line was insane. Holy shit! Yeah, we arrived at fucking like three twenty and didn't get in till like four forty five. Like, yeah, and it was like we were literally in just, the rain. Yeah, in the rain, just waiting in line. And be, the reason why was apparent once we got up there because it's like it takes like a minute or a minute and a half for every single person to enter. Because first of all, it's the TSA doing security. Yeah, the fucking TSA was doing security to get into this building along with the Secret Service. Yeah, and uh, what about the cell phone thing? Wasn't that ridiculous? Oh yeah. Well, anyway, like we we actually probably would have been waiting for like an hour longer if we hadn't met these fans who were like, um, you know, I'm just standing there in line, and all of a sudden I just hear like TJ, TJ, and I'm like, I look, and there's this fucking girl. She's like waving, and we're like, huh? So we we went over there, and uh, she's like, yeah, stand with me, stand with me. And it's like, she's way ahead of us in line. We so skipped like, like 45 minutes yeah, worth of line waiting. at least 45 minutes. It might have even been an hour of line. So we fucking go over there to where she is, and um, and we're we're uh, we're standing there, and there's this dude, there's this dude with her, uh, Sam, who he's got his phone on him, and his phone is dead, right? And uh, he's been standing in line even longer than us because they got there earlier, which is why they were ahead of us. Um, so they'd been standing in line, I don't know, probably like three hours or some shit. And he gets to the front of the line, and the TSA person looks at his phone. He's like, oh, yeah. They try to turn it on, and it's dead. They're like, oh, you got to go put this back in your car. It's like he's been waiting in line. Uh, and that's why his phone's dead. He's been waiting in line for four hours. Because apparently... Uh, it could be like a bomb or something. I don't understand that. But uh, I guess he was able to start it long enough for them to at least see it's not a bomb. So they let him through, ultimately. But, man, it was crazy. They almost, after he was waiting in line for three hours, just almost unceremoniously, like, go back to your car and go back to the back of the line. Yeah, and, and it was raining like crazy. Try again. And people couldn't, people had to leave their umbrellas at the door. There was like this huge pile of umbrellas. Uh, right at the door. I, I would guess probably like around like 15,000 people to 16,000, just a conservative guess. Yeah, and when we went in there, um, the seating was just like bizarre because we're in a, a we're in a, uh, the Schottenstein Center or Schottenstein. Value City Arena, basically. Yeah, Value City Arena, whatever. It, it's, uh, you know, it's a big, it's got, it's got a capacity of about 19,000, I think. Yep. And, um... I would say, you know, when we when the fucking rally actually started, it was about half full. But by the time Bernie was about halfway through his speech, uh, it was probably like three fourths full. But the way that the seating was arranged was such that probably the majority of the audience was at Bernie Sanders's back. So we're basically just watching him from behind giving a speech. Like, you know, it's just, it was crazy. Like, 50% at least of the audience is, like, watching him from behind. There's, they made no sense the way they set it up. I mean, I understand that they wanted people behind him so that they could, you know, have him them in the background. But the way they did it was just fucking jacked up as well, shit. Well, they want the perception that the entire building is full. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it was already so full they could have gotten that perception in so, such a better way. There was a big crowd on the floor, too. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there was probably at least 10,000, 12,000 people in this fucking thing. So, I mean, like, that is a big crowd. You don't need to fucking resort to shitty 
camera what, tricks what, to make it look big. Would the entire arena would have looked if if if, it, if basically that many people were there would have looked full? Would there have been sections that were empty? Well, there already were sections that were empty, well, but you could have arranged them in such a way that you know. I mean, it just if you would if you'd actually been there, Scotty, and seen the way it was laid out, you'd know what I was no, talking I, about. No, I know they're laid out. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it's a valid criticism. Okay, well, fuck you. You're a moron. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, what does that prove? It proves that you're a moron. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, how how so? Okay, because because I didn't go when, to this one rally. When I, there's I don't five that when when there's fucking half of the crowd is watching your ass, you have fucked up the seating arrangement. Well, I'm sorry. What one thing were, were I will there, say? Were you here to see one, the speech or just hear the speech? One thing you, I will say you, is you that I do both. Scotty, I will say that I don't think it was half of the crowd. I think it was like. It was half. He's he's over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not over. I, I really doubt that's how it was. It's not half. The, I mean, by the time the place filled in, it was not half the crowd behind him. Whatever. It was a huge, huge percentage of the crowd. There was a large amount of people behind him. There was more people behind him than was necessary. To There's get always the a wall of people behind the candidate at a Sure. Rally. And I understand that, but the amount of people they had behind him was ridiculous, especially since the way he was framed in the shots. Didn't even really need the, all those people there, but you know it was still it was still cool to go to the rally and shit. Even though it was like a horrible pain in the ass, but yeah, and it was fun. And then we went out and got German, and food. we met a bunch of people. There were, I met so many fans there. I met, aside from the ones that we fucking uh, ended up going to dinner with afterwards. I mean, I probably met like fifteen, twenty people that wanted to shake my hand or take pictures or anything else. So it was cool. Anything else? What does that mean, TJ? I'll leave it up to your imagination. Speaking of guy. which, uh, we're working well, on the imagine. details for the Drunken Peasants meetup in Columbus, Ohio in mid-April. We're we are fairly confident we have a venue, but... End of date. We're, we're, we're working on we're, it. Yeah, we're reasonably certain. We, hopefully by the next show, we'll know absolutely 100% definitively when the meetup will be happening. If you're interested in coming uh, and you think H there's a good... Coming. Well, everyone's interested. <laughs> Go to the Columbus uh, meetup poll in the description down below. Let us know if you think you could make it. Sure. Yeah, please do, the, do that. Um, okay, so uh, I guess uh, that's enough jibber-jabber. Let's, let's watch some fucking videos. All right. I'm feeling not a troll today. Troll. I'm going, I'm going back to what wins. I'm, I'm with Scotty. Troll. Bam, yeah. It's a troll. But before we do this, could someone define troll? Oh, my God. I'm, anybody, what from up? now on, anyone who says that, regardless of whether they're Paul or me or Scotty or you or a guest, like, they've, they've earned, like, five minutes at least of being muted. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. It's like, quit trying to bring nuance into troll or not a troll. Like, it's, 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 it's right there. It's not troll or not a troll or some gradient in between. Let us examine the factors that constitute a troll. I'm just saying that a troll that fails at trolling is not a troll. It, yes, That's they are. That's what I'm saying. Yes, they are. No, yes, they are. That's like saying that a fucking runner who fucking fails at running isn't a runner. You know, like, if they're trying, yeah. it still fucking counts. Like, you know, if, if you say... I mean, I guess if they, like, literally can't run at all... What if their attempt is so fucking inept that it doesn't even count as trying? Well, I mean, it's like, it does, does, does The Room count as a movie? Does Tommy Wiseau count right as a director now, and a writer? I mean, I think he does. Yeah. He's just bad at it. Just because they're bad at it doesn't mean they're not that thing. But then again, I guess there are things that... Hilariously bad, though. I guess, if there, I guess there are certain things that you can do... Well, whatever. Fuck this. Let's play the damn video. <laughs> play it. 
What's up, pups? How you guys doing? I'm doing great, thanks for asking. So, as you can see, today is another story time video. The time that I was attacked by thugs. Story time with whoever this is. Orange-haired girl. <laughs> so this is like a really kind of long-winded story and really oh, weird and just I'll try to be as like summarizing as possible so I don't have to delve too Okay, you're already failing at that because you're yeah. giving us this long, boring, meaningless intro instead of just getting into the story. I don't understand how every single fucking week on this show we get these people who just can't fucking do the video. They gotta fucking tell you what your what the video is gonna be and why the video is certain ways and I, you know what I blame the comment section for this shit because the comment section has made people feel like they need to address every possible comment that someone could make. <laughs> it's just the law of bad YouTube videos. We've seen it and we've seen it since pretty much we started uh, doing this show. First rule of YouTube: yeah. the comments should be taken not only with a grain of salt but with a fucking salt mine. Yeah, she's trying to she's trying to preempt the inevitable. Too long, didn't watch. Long-winded story. Thumbs down. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Does not seem like a troll so far. Yeah, I'm go I'm still feeling not a troll on this one. Too much I gotta like, say, the say weird it. part of it. Okay, so one night I was sitting in my apartment. These two guys entered my apartment, and they just came in on their own. I was in the bath, and I was like, "What the hell?" So it was a break-in. They come into the bathroom and they start telling me that I owe someone money, and they're demanding that I give them the money. And I'm just sitting there like, first of all, scared out of my mind, because who are these people in my apartment? So I'm freaking out. I don't know if they're going to kill me, if they're going to try to hurt me. Like, I, they're just yelling at me that I owe someone money, and I have no idea what they're talking about. So I think I've... So far, this sounds like the plot to the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're not a golfer. After a couple seconds of, like, me basically crying and saying, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that person. Like, I just, I don't owe anyone money. I don't know what you're talking about. They finally, I guess, registered that they were in the wrong person's house or they- Yeah, this, this, yeah. This is more, sharing more in common with the plot of the Big Lebowski now. They were, like, interrogating <laughs> the wrong person. So they decided, okay, we're just gonna leave, but don't tell anybody that we were here. So they finally leave my house, but, like, not before. Peeing Your name on is Lebowski. Oh, okay. It's the plot of the Big Lebowski. Troll. Yeah. It's a troll. It's a troll. Wow. Yes. What was that, TJ? What was that? You're feeling not a troll? I don't know. Why troll would one? she seemed pretty genuine at the beginning? Yeah. 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 See, that was a decent troll. True. Yeah, it had me going for a while. Yeah, I was waiting for like, okay, she's either going to mention bowling or peeing See, on the See, I like the bad ones because they are more ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes a good troll is easier to tell than a bad troll. Yeah, I guess. I'm all for not giving the status of troll to people who don't earn it by trolling it's a It's not like person. it's a fucking honor or some shit. Where the fuck <laughs> are, you, are you the UN now, Paul? I don't know if you get troll status. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I've established myself as the fucking arbiter of who is a troll and who isn't. All right, time go. for time for some uh, right-wing news clips. Here is uh, someone saying that Bernie Sanders is popular because communists run the schools. True. Cool. There have been systematic strategies by the when the oh, Communist Party USA changed their name to the Progressive Party. They they laid out. They published their strategy. 
Is there a party called the Progressive Party? I don't know, but there no. there there was and still is a Communist Party USA that has not gone away, and it did not become a different party. Oh, okay. For taking over America, and they followed it. Step by step, take over the media, take over education, take over the arts and en entertainment, then the government will be a piece of cake to take over, huh? which is what we've seen. They've taken over the media, taken over education. Wonder why everybody's, all the young people are following Bernie Sanders. He's a socialist. What are the signs that the <coughs> Communist Party has taken over the media in America? Because from where I'm sitting, it seems like capitalists have taken over the media in America. Like I mean, everything they do seems to be centered around making money. That doesn't yeah. seem very communist. They're they're very capitalistic communists, dude. They love making money, even though they hate the system. They want to follow a socialist. I mean, here's a real question. Who's in their mind? Here's a better question. If the media is like bought and paid for by communists. And Bernie, that's why everyone likes Bernie Sanders. Then why does the media Bullshit. shit all over Bernie Sanders and prop Hillary Clinton, a corporatist fucking shill? Hillary's been pushed as the front runner from fucking day one. Right. So if Bernie Sanders was really, if if you're saying this is why Bernie Sanders is popular, shouldn't the media presume, presumably be like nonstop sucking Bernie Sanders' fucking dick? You see, Fox News come on like Bernie Sanders, the only real choice. They're clearly not. I mean, they're clearly sucking Hillary Clinton's dick. So yeah, this this is uh, just like on the face of it absurd. Oh, and I went to public schools in America, and um, they were not very communistic, honestly. Not only did I go to public schools, I worked for the public school system for the last eight years of my life and was privy to a lot of the shit that went on, and it's straight-up crony capitalism. Just like everything, every other government body in America, it's crony capitalism. It's shady, underhanded deals and favors for people who don't deserve it. And fucking, you know, money-making. Always about the money. So it has nothing to do with communism. Trust me, there's not a, there's not a hint of communism in American except, public Except education. everyone has to eat together. That's about the only thing. Socialism yeah. oh, in yeah, our yeah. schools since they were young kids. That's right. This yeah. is what they're... That's right. That's right. It's not right. It's totally well, wrong. The, the, well, look, if you look at the, uh, the demographic trends, like uh, Pew and stuff like that... Um, it's just the millennial generation is strongly, uh, well, maybe not strongly, but does favor uh, liberals. No, you're wrong. Waiting for. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they, well, we let them steal our history and take our history out of the books, out of the teaching. And, and uh, but, but there can be a turning. There can yet be a turning. Jesus, they inserted everything in our classrooms. They took him away. I'm just, I don't even know what that guy's talking about. <laughs> yeah. You drunken YouTube white dudes threaten Tommy Sotomayor. Yeah, that's his new video. That's his newest video, huh? Everyone, uh, go to Tommy Sotomayor's Twitter and go to his new video that he links there and give it a big fat fucking thumbs down and call him a cretinous moron, because he is. You're, you're vote brigading, TJ. Yeah, I am. <laughs> when he started false DMCAing, the fucking gloves came off. Be sure to let Tommy know that he's a piece of garbage. All right, next video, Alex Jones to lead Donald Trump rally. Finally. 
Finally, Alex Jones, time to shine in the political uh, field for Sweet. once and for all. Next thing you know, he should be. Maybe he's gonna be the VP. VP, dude. yep. VP Jones. Yeah. Yes. Here it is. Watching the Chicago protest, it sickened me to see the different posters that they had out there with the messages that they were sending through yeah. that I was watching on Fox News. And, oh, I was um, seeing it. It's like, we're going to kill you if you're for Trump. We're going to beat you up if you're for Trump. Knockout game. Really? Yeah, Come on. Knockout game. Oh, God. Way to dredge that bullshit back up. I don't, I didn't remember. I don't, I mean, I saw some footage of those protests. I didn't see those particular signs. I mean, were there protesters acting up and fucking maybe crossing the line? Sure. But I mean, like, all these people who are acting like, like a lot of conservatives are really trying to make this protest into something it definitely was not. They're trying to act like these people went there with like this violent agenda, but they forget there was thousands of protesters there. There was only five arrests at the event. I don't know how many injuries there were. I can't find that figure anywhere, but I know it wasn't like hundreds or thousands of injuries, which it would have been if the entire crowd went to cause shit and be violent. You know, what you have in that protest is what you have in a shitload of protests. You have 95 to 99% of the people there just want to have a peaceful fucking demonstration. And then there's always a few assholes that want to throw bricks through windows and flip over cars and get into fights with people. So you're saying it's just a few bad apples. Yeah, I'm saying it's just a few fucking bad apples. It's not like some systemic problem in the fucking, uh, among the protesters or some shit. But and that's just evident by the um, by the fucking sheer lack of. Um, I mean, you would see fucking catastrophic numbers of injuries. You would have seen some fatalities. But, but you would have seen. Don't you think the goal was way more arrest? You would have seen. Don't you think the goal the, was to, in fact, you know, pretty much shut down the uh, the rally? Sure. The goal was probably so, to shut down the rally, or actually, I think they said the goal was to fucking take the stage when Trump came out. So do you think that their basically their right to freedom of speech kind of uh, in a way just trumps his then then at that point trumps if <laughs> trumps? No, I mean I think he has his right to freedom of speech and they have theirs. It's not like they've stopped him from spe this idea that he's been silenced is ridiculous. It's not like they've well, stopped him from that, speaking in, in, in every instance, conceivable well, yeah, rally. In that, but that instance they did. Yeah, in that instance. I mean, I, uh, well, that's the, that's the line. But they're just like they're just making their voice heard at that point. They're just saying, look, we oppose this fucking guy and we're willing to be passionate about it. Now, you can disagree with that. You can say that they're assholes for doing it, and maybe they are. Mm. But I believe they had a First Amendment right to do it, especially because— I don't think, I don't think legal precedent agrees with you, honestly. This, this guy, this guy is, is potentially going to be the future president of the United States of America. These rallies are open to everybody. It's not just only Trump supporters can come in here. There's no fucking clause that says that. No, no nor should it. But the, the problem is, is that they're basically just trying to cancel out his right to go sp and speak there. In a way, uh, the, in, a know, way, in a way, they really are. Uh, Trump fucking no. Trump manufactured this situation his advantage. The police had already told him that the event was secured and that he could go on with his speech, but he thought it would be get him more political capital if he canceled because oh, it's dangerous. Well, can you prove any of that? Yeah, I mean, it's been reported. It's been reported. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, it, what, even I, if you look, disagree, I, look, with I, it. I just err on the side of free speech. I, I don't. I just don't like the idea of, of people coming to events and saying, "Oh, we're going to shut this event down because we don't like the speaker." I don't really exactly. like that kind of mentality. And a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of liberals are, but are, they, kind, of, are kind of pro censorship Are they shutting down his right to speech or are they exercising their own? I would argue I think, that there's at least a debate yeah, to be had there. there, there and is. you can't just jump to a con I mean, regardless of whether or not it, it qualifies as free speech or if it's a nasty thing to do, the fact of the matter is that the right wing of 
America has completely exaggerated this shit well out of fucking proportion, making it seem like this rally was fucking attacked by violent communist thugs who wanted to do well, nothing more than beat down Trump supporters. I don't buy into that narrative. I'm just saying that, like, I, like, I think it's an interesting free speech uh, issue that we really have to examine closely. Sure. I, don't, I agree. I, I, I mean, like I agree there's a debate. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. begins where Trump's free speech ends and vice versa. They have the right with their free speech to say whatever they want. They can hold their own anti-Trump rally. Yeah. But this mm -hmm. idea that we should kowtow to every little group of people that wants to come down and shut down a political rally kind of invalidates the point of a political rally. I feel the same way about these protesters as well, I felt I mean, about the Black then, Lives Matter then you'd have to then you'd have the to, Bernie protests. You'd have to at that point blame protests. Trump for kowtowing, though, because he's the one who kowtowed. What choice did he have? He could have gone point? on with the rally. He absolutely could have gone on with the rally. I mean, look, yeah. to be honest with you, it looked pretty chaotic in there. I mean, from the footage I saw, it might not have been the, the best. Protesters, the protesters were removed from the fucking venue, and then Trump canceled the event, and then the Trump there supporters... Thousands, there were thousands of protesters, and the protesters actually left. My information is they left after, when, when it was announced the event was canceled. Yeah, but I mean, the police were in the process of removing the protesters. We saw in the video that we were looking at them being let out. I mean, there was thousands of them. I don't, I don't really know how you could have led them all out. Yeah, and I mean, I just want to say, too, that regardless of how you feel about it, it's impressive that they were able to organize an event of that size without anybody catching wind of it. Not the authorities, not the campaign. It was all nobody. over Facebook. It was all over Facebook. And, and uh, MoveOn.org actually heard about it, too. They're the ones that actually... Uh, yeah, MoveOn.org, yeah. they were the major uh, orchestrators of it. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I know whose side I would be on if this was a Bernie rally and it was a bunch of right-wing people that, that came in and made asses of themselves and caused the whole thing to get shut down. Um, so I, I, I don't feel comfortable, like, fucking supporting these people in But, I mean, I don't know. Because, you know, Paul, back when, we, back when the uh, Occupy Wall Street stuff was going on, yes. you know, you and I kind of, I remember us talking about how we wish these people had been more proactive. We wish that they'd done more to actually impede Wall Street rather than just sitting peaceably in the streets and, you know, allowing themselves to be ignored. Sure. So, I mean, I feel like these people just did go that extra step that we were condoning. Well, maybe. And, I, mean, like, I, I mean, it's not like I they also don't. I also don't buy. They, I met, also they don't... went to a political rally where a political figure was going to speak, yeah. and they shut it down with bullshit. Right. I don't but, support yeah. anybody's speech, even Donald Trump's, getting silenced. But and his I'm not speech has not that's been exactly silenced. What happened? But it's starting to look that way. His speech has not been silenced, though. He it has. Hasn't been. He has a huge megaphone, and this event has, if anything, actually just intensified the megaphone that he had. So did the protesters really achieve what they wanted to then? Uh, I think they achieved... If, if you believe that. I think that what they achieved is letting people know that there are people out there willing to be mobilized against Trump. They are not going to be I think, complacent. I think the same not point could have been made very easily without disrupting the rally. Or I mean, I mean, like I, I don't, I don't shed any tears for Trump. I don't give a shit. I uh, don't either. But I, I care. And I don't speech. But I don't think he. I don't. No, that's fine. I think that he represents a graver threat to freedom of speech than those protesters did. How so? What, what, what would he do? He's going to undo the Constitution of the United well, States. Well, he's already said that he wants to make it easier to sue newspapers when they write articles. I don't think don't Trump's like. even going to win. So, well, I mean, he may. You don't know if he is or not. I, I would be shocked. I'll tell you that. Because look, look at the reaction. You're saying, look, people. It's kind of. That's why I'm kind of like losing you at some parts of this. Because look, Trump. Trump should be allowed to say whatever stupid shit he wants. He is. He's mobilized everyone against him, like you're saying. He's the left wing in this country is basically mobilized against Trump. Yeah.
So, I mean, do you really think he stands a chance of winning when Obama won the popular vote? Sure he does, because as Gore you, won, even Gore won as the you mobilize vote. the liberals into, uh, against you, you, of course, li- uh, mobilize the, the conservatives the, for the, you. The numbers are just uh, not in favor of the conservatives at this point. Well, we'll see. We'll just see what happens. Because, I mean, the Trump, Trump, you know, I guarantee you that Trump is going to fucking make a fucking turn towards the center when he gets the nomination. Because he's not always been a conservative. He used to hold a lot of liberal positions. And if, Hillary, and if Hillary Clinton is the nominee, there is no true liberal choice, and he's going to be able to rake her over the coals. He's going to be able to bring, he's going to be, bring up all these scandals against her. He's going to do what Trump does best, and he's going to fucking destroy her. I don't think so. All right. I mean, I, uh, look, Hillary is too consummate of a politician. To, or Trump's just going to walk in and just totally wipe the floor with her. It's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, we already had uh, Barack Obama, young upstart, wipe the floor with her, and it's already— Okay, but Ob- Obama and Trump are not the same fucking politician. They're not the same. I don't know. I mean, they both kind of have uh, a strong, passionate following— well, here's the thing. With Obama, Obama had all the credibility uh, in the world. Trump has no credibility besides a small group of people. You know, how is credibility measured? Credibility is in the eye of the beholder, like anything else. Anyway, yeah, we, should, we should probably get a little further in this video. Oh, okay. I guess Ben's trying to do something, so we'll figure this out. Uh, so let's keep arguing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it puts me in a precarious position. Mm -hmm. To say, yeah, you know what, this was a good thing. Because when I was talking about Occupy Wall Street being more proactive and widespread, I wasn't talking about stomping into a rally and start picking fights and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, that's never, that's never how anything gets done, at least not politically in this country. And and make no bones about it, like, any any war that's won is going to have to be done by cutting out the feet politically. I wanted to see mass walkouts from places like Walmart. And and uh, mass walkouts from people uh, in the government. My my, I was in a union that didn't allow me to walk out when teachers walked out in solidarity with Occupy Wall Street. I mean, but like you're still doing. I mean, that's still a protest that's impeding. I mean, you know, anybody who works, anybody who's trying to shop at Walmart, that's going to impede them, and their people are going to be like, "Oh, this is bullshit," yeah. because I just, I'm just trying Look, to shop, and these people I don't, did this. I don't buy into the argument. There's always going to be someone who's impositioned yeah. by a demonstration. I don't, I don't buy into the argument. No one can be inconvenienced by a protest or something like no. that. Or yeah, I don't buy into that at all. And I know that's not what I'm saying. No, I, I know. I, I think what I'm TJ, TJ believes more. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, go, Scott, ahead. go ahead. Okay. Me and TJ have discussed this many times. TJ just really believes that he's like he does believe that violent change is needed. He, he that like TJ's a believer. The only way things are really going to change is if violence occurs. So I think T, to TJ's narrative in his mind, what what happened at the rally was good. He's like, yeah, violence was used because these Trump people need to know that we mean business. Yeah, that's how I view it. I, I really do. I view it as like saying like you know, fuck you. You're not the only ones who are willing to get crazy and wild and violent. And I think of it as a direct response also to these attacks of protesters who go into these Trump rallies outnumbered and try to just do very civil protests and, you know, hold a sign that says America's already great or something like that. And then, you know, some crazy, wild, fucking conservative, hillbilly, shit-kicking asshole thinks they can just punch him in the face. And Trump will just sit there and say, yeah, beat the shit out of those protesters. I'll pay for your legal fees even. So, fuck Donald Trump. I don't give a fuck. 
I say shut his fucking rally down because you know what? He's ha- he still had tons of rallies before. He's going to have tons of rallies after. It hasn't fucking impeded his right to freedom of speech. It's just let him know that there are other people out there who don't fucking agree with him. And you know what? He does know that because when someone even fidgeted at one of his rallies afterwards in St. Louis, his ass jumped like 10 feet in the air yeah, like a scared little well, that, bunny rabbit. That was in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, Dayton, Ohio I, then. I thought it was I in just, St. Louis. So, so, where do, so where, where does your principle live, TJ? Do you believe that anytime you don't agree with someone, it's like, you know what? I don't want to agree with uh, TJ's belief or his group's belief. I'm going to storm in. I'm going to stop the event with threats of violence. I don't necessary. think there was threats of violence. I think it was stopped because there, there was just concern because there were so many protesters there. The Trump supporters didn't feel comfortable. I saw because, the videos. It didn't you know really look like it was a calm place when they're, when they're outnumbered, when the when they, when the Trump supporters outnumber the protesters, they're tough and they fucking have big swinging dicks look, and they look, kick people while they're down. That. I don't agree with any of that. You act like you act as if I'm defending the, the actions of idiots. I'm saying I defend freedom of speech, and I do think that his in that instance his freedom of speech was. Uh, in a sense, blocked or altered because of this crowd. The only one who can violate freedom, their, your freedom of speech is the government. I, well, I think, mm, I think we true. would be having, I think we'd be having a completely different conversation if this was a group of SJWs that shut down Milo Yiannopoulos. Well, I mean, that's happened. I know it's happened. But you and know we've what? Reacted to it. Milo, and, and Milo didn't cancel his event. He fucking stood. There. I mean, like, if the university cancels the event because of pressure, that's on them. But if I don't think Milo has ever canceled an event because he's afraid of threats. Marilyn Manson took the stage in Denver, Colorado, when there was literally hundreds of fucking bomb threats against him. There was a real legitimate threat of fucking violence. He still took the stage because he believed in what he stood for. If Donald Trump really believed in his message, he still could have taken the stage. He could have upped the fucking security. They could have removed the fucking protesters and he could have gone on. There's there's really no way of knowing that. That's all speculation. I don't like I don't like Trump, TJ. I really fucking don't like Trump. But I also <sighs> don't like people going I under, to a fucking I understand where you guys rally. stand. I, 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 I feel like if this was a fucking right-wing male, male men's rights activist lecturer that had, once again, like Trump, plenty of opportunities to do other rallies, and Big Red and the crew showed up and pulled fire alarms and started fights out in the crowd, you and I would be having a completely different conversation. You're right, we would, but that's because it's a totally different context. It, but but the broad context is the same. It's a group uh, of people that don't like what this guy's got to say, going in and doing shit and getting a rally or trying attempting to get a, to get a, a big, rally. Shut there's down. a big difference between someone like Milo Yiannopoulos, who maybe not everyone's heard his message. He doesn't have the exposure Trump does. Trump is a political candidate. He's a potential future president of the United States of America, and the American people have a right to let him know how we feel about what he says. I think it's going to make abundantly clear. But in many other many other mediums. Yeah, I don't think it's been made clear enough. So whose free speech is being violated, Trump's or the protesters? Um, I don't think there's any case that the tr- protesters' uh, rights were violated. No. I, I, I wouldn't even make that uh, argument. I'm just making the argument that they were w- acting within uh, within their right to freedom of speech. Okay. So wow. do we want to watch more of this, or has, have we already explored this thoroughly enough? I would say I mean, yes. What what like the the right of the people to peaceably assemble, right? You believe that? Yes. And petition the government for redress of their grievances. Sure. Yes. So they they didn't do that. Yeah, they did. They did. I don't. They I don't see by. Assembled. Yes, they peaceably assembled. There were maybe. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, you can't. I don't, I don't think you so. can't hold the entire crowd liable for what a few people did. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking look. about the few people that disrupted the rally. 
Well, sure. Yeah. The, the people who actually uh, were disruptive, the people who were actually engaging in violence or threats or anything of that nature, uh, sure, they were in the wrong. But the people who were just there to hold signs and to let it be known that they do not but, support Donald Trump, I have no issue with but, that. But here's the difference between, like you, you, like you made the analogy, oh, Marilyn Manson. The, the threat was not to the audience. It wasn't to anyone in this crowd. The threat was directly to the performer. Well, that's if, one if there, person. If, there, if a bomb goes off on stage, it's going to kill people in the crowd. Yeah, too. sure. But, I mean, look, we, we know and the, the preferred method in the U.S. would probably be someone would shoot him. If someone really hated Manson, they'd probably just try to shoot him from the stage or get on the stage and shoot him. Sure, but it wasn't gun. I mean, maybe there were some uh, gun threats, but, but there was a bunch of bomb threats. But if you have a, a, if you have a, a large group of people or two large groups of people that are actively antagonizing one another, you, you would think it's in the best interest to let the event go on. When there's when you see and if you just watch the videos, there's there's just huge huge, uh, huge groups of people pushing each other and just moving back and forth, and it's I mean, it looks like chaos. You would say it's advisable to continue the rally at that. point? I would say, yeah. I mean, if you can, rem if you remove the people, remove the people from there that you don't want in there. What if they refuse to move? Then? then you fucking drag them out. That would make their point too. That's part of fucking the. That's part of the risk you take when you decide to protest. You might get hurt. Someone might attack you. You might get beaten down by the police. This has always been understood, especially in America. Well, I don't think that was even a point of contention. Well, I, I don't know. I don't understand your point then. Uh, okay, never mind. All right, next video clip. Glenn Beck says God has been preparing his audience to sur to save America. <laughs> so that's yeah, our saving grace, the Glenn Beck. Please tell audience. me he's wearing his his camo scarf. Please tell you me. You think we're that genius to be able to put that together? Wow. You know what? You think usually? Oh, there's oh there's a there's a skull and crossbones. It's cool. Never mind. I thought there. I mean, there, there's always something flashy about his clothes, and I was just like, "Oh, it's just a boring, like collared shirt." It's like a golf shirt. Yeah, but then I saw the skull and crossbones. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he couldn't resist putting you a little flare on it. You think we had this master it. strategy <laughs> that put that together? When I was when I was um, in Ohio this weekend, and that dawned on uh. me, I'm like, "Holy cow!" I've been wondering what it was for. It's for this moment. Honor, courage, love. Mm -hmm. Honor, courage, love. It was for this moment because this is the audience that's going to save the Republic. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. What the fuck is he talking about? I, I have no idea. Um. Yeah. That's, I don't. I don't. I don't even know what to say. Glenn, to what the fuck? What the fuck are you smoking? I mean, dude? maybe this is just poorly edited, and I didn't get the context of what's going on. But I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. I want to ask you guys, do you think Glenn Beck is, is like this in real life, or is he a totally different person? Um, hmm. I know he used to be a drug addict and an alcoholic. I don't know. Yeah. No. He uh, also used to be a, a well, morning is, is he a charlatan? on the radio. Yeah. He was a so, morning guy, like a wacky, like, hey, check out this. I, I think he's full of shit. I think he's so not basically, like okay. You think that the, the morning zookeeper guy is closer to the truth of, of him? Yes. Or either that or he's just some totally different thing, but he's adaptable to whatever media thing he needs to do. There's so many times we listen to him speak, and I just can't connect the dots. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy even talking about? You know what? Because here's the thing. He, he, he calls himself a principled person. Principled people don't spend their entire show shilling the, the apocalypse is coming. And then at the end of it, sell people meals ready to eat and bomb shelters and shit. Like that, he he knows what he's doing. He knows how he's manipulating this this army of drooling retards that follows him, and he's aware of it all. It's a persona, just like the morning zookeeper was a persona. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with that. I am filled 
with the spirit. I am filled with the truth on this one. Uh-huh. It, this is the moment. Honor, courage, love. This is the okay. moment. This audience will save the republic. What audience? This is the moment. Who? Grab your friends. God, Everything I have talked moment? about for what? almost this a is decade the and a half Order now. Order is now. all coming to play this summer. You and know, that Peter, tells me you. that God has had a master plan the whole time. It, oh. it, you know what? It almost sounds like he thinks he's a prophet. Like God had a master plan for him to lead his followers to save America. It's, and it's also vague. This coming this summer, something that Glenn Beck said would happen may happen. In a potentially. world where Glenn Beck's audience saves America. Oh, saves the Dude. republic. In, in, in a purely in a purely performance based way, it's kind of like it's hard not to admire Glenn's fucking angle on this. Like he he really because I think you're right, Ben. He does paint himself like he's a fucking prophet or something, and he probably had this thought one day, like, "What is in the Bible that don't happen today that we can make happen now?" Nobody's a prophet anymore. Nobody's the guy that's been like I've been telling you since 2010 that the Muslims was gonna make a caliphate. <laughs> Maybe he's painting himself in that way, and there's a small audience of people out there that are willing to eat it up. Uh, you know, there used to be a bigger one. What, what, you know, where did he go wrong? Do you think he just went too far? Because yeah. I mean, if it's if it's all just a manufactured persona, you'd figure that if he if he realized he was going too far, he'd just pull back a little, or maybe he just likes the fanaticalness of his current yeah. devotees rather than a sizable audience. On a mainstream outlet, though, he can't get away with you know being the prophet. Like, I predicted all this would happen. Uh, yeah, he, guess... he, he went too far. You never go too far to crazy. Like, you never with, go with full crazy. Yeah, you don't. You don't. If I, if I were a Republican like talk show guy and I wanted to establish myself, I would go crazy. Because you got to court crazy to be popular in the Republican Party. But I wouldn't go full Glenn Beck crazy. Like, he was weeping on camera about how Jesus appeared to him in his sleep and put his hand ah. on his shoulder and said, son, good job. You know, like that type of crazy. <laughs> even even Christian Republicans go, ah, all right, okay, yeah, nah. Yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of just shit my crazy yeah. stepmom used to say. Like, she, she was one of those people, like, everything that ever happened to you happened to her, but, like, twice as crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here's uh, – do you want to keep going with this or – No, this is – All done. right. Here's Sarah Palin, which is even worse. Yeah. What we don't have time for uh. is all that petty, punk-ass little thuggery stuff that's been going on with these quote-unquote protesters well, who are doing – They're definitely punk protesters. I just want to point out you guys are on Sarah Palin's side. Punk-ass thuggery. I'm not on the side of Sarah Palin. Wow, of free speech. you're right, TJ. They are. I'm yeah, just saying. yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I you're said, wrong I, I necessarily. Just I'm just. I'm not saying you're wrong just because you're on Sarah Palin's side. Uh, I'm just pointing out you I are a, on Sarah I, Palin's side. I have a side. more nuanced position than Sarah Palin has. I don't know. You know, yeah, it doesn't sound like too to nuanced to me. A more nuanced position than her as well. <laughs> what? I, I didn't come TJ's out wrong. Yelling. TJ's wrong. Uh-huh. What? Wow! Whatever. Did Ben get to you? You drank the Ben Kool Aid, didn't you, Paul? You're bre- you're bre- you're in breach of contract, disagreeing with me on this. Nothing but wasting your time and trying to take away your First Amendment rights, yeah. your rights to assemble peacefully, and the media being on the thug side. What the heck are you guys thinking, media? It doesn't make the, sense. Hold on, the media just fucking. The media. I, haven't, I didn't really see the media take a side. I, I mostly just saw them fucking filming it and reporting it. I mean, maybe some pundits have tried to flip it one way or the other. 
on both sides of the aisle, but I haven't seen any concerted effort on the media's part to fucking push the narrative that's like, oh, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what narrative she's claiming they're pushing, but the Fox News narrative at this point. I don't know. I would like to point out, though, that if Scotty and I are on Sarah Palin's side, you're on Black Lives Matter's side. Yeah, I guess that is a fair point. Well, you all get it. I think the media and too many of the other candidates are underestimating the wisdom of the people. You all are smart. You're energized. You're optimistic. You're positive. Okay, they're listening to you. They're not smart. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. no. And that's why you're here today. And I thank you for spending your time here today because... Okay, I just get a very distinct impression. I don't know if I'm wrong about this, but... I feel like she doesn't really understand the words she's saying. Right. It, to me, it just sounds like she's making syllables that she knows she's supposed to make, but they don't actually register even with her on any level. Yeah. Like, I just get that distinct impression every time I hear her talk. I agree. And instead of getting better over time, it's gotten worse. Like, I think she just becomes so fake that even she's just doesn't even know what the fuck she's saying anymore. She's like, these are the words I'm conditioned to say to make the crowd okay. go, woo! This is the same person that was elected to be governor of a state and then was like, oh, I can make more money through book deals and TV shows. I'll resign. Yep. She yeah. had no problem doing so. So principled. It is time. We have all recognized, the majority of Americans have recognized, Republicans, independents, those good old blue dog Reagan Democrats out there. We've all recognized we need a revolution. It is time to get rid of the status quo. The status quo has got to go, right? Yeah, vote We've for Bernie. We a revolution. Vote for Bernie. And we found our revolutionary. Trump. Donald J. Trump is that revolutionary. Okay. No, he's not. I'm tired of political campaigns and corporations and everybody using the word revolution to describe anything they're doing. Like, to me... A revolution in automaking. Yeah, like, fuck that shit. Revolution is when people fucking take to the streets and start burning shit down and, like, we're gonna fucking storm the White House with pitchforks and fucking hang the president from the highest oak tree. That's the fucking... Re that's a revolution. Yeah, and like, a revolution vote for me! A that's not a revolution. A revolution doesn't become a revolution until it succeeds. When a revolution fails, it's called a terrorist uprising. Insurgency. So you can't, can't pre-call something a fucking revolution. It's gonna be a revolution. Unless it's literally like a revolution of like a, a dishwasher cycle well, yeah. or something. It's revolving. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Globe. This is a revolution of the globe. Yeah. A revolutionary globe. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's it. I'm so sad. Why is Sarah Palin even still? Here's uh, here's Donald thing. Trump talking about protesters. The, the audience. Oh, get out of here. Donald is definitely definitely authoritarian. I mean, and, and that's the one indicator of like, someone who would vote for Donald Trump was they had authoritarian views. So, I mean, obviously that's who, that's who he appeals to, and that's definitely what he sounds like. But, you know, the thing I don't understand about it is they, they, none, of them will cop, none, none of them will cop to it, though. Like, if you talk to these Trump supporters on Twitter or something, they think, like, I'm for Trump because I believe in freedom. It's like, no, that doesn't make sense. 
if you were for freedom, you'd be more adamantly opposed to Trump than anyone. He's like the most authoritarian candidate. Also, also freedom is such a vague thing. I'm for freedom. Like, who, who is anti-freedom yeah. when you really talk to them? The reason the reason that Trump is still a candidate is because he's uh, he's taken the conversation to a different place. People don't even think about those things anymore. Trump people aren't for Trump for freedom. They're for Trump because they they it's a politician that talks like they do, that shits on people like he like they do. That's 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 really at the core of Donald Trump's popularity. It's not even his policy. People don't even know his policies. Uh, If you go to his website, he, he barely even has any policies. America's gonna be great. Vote for me. Yeah, I mean, like everything he does, everything he says and does is kept like intentionally as vague as possible. He has no real plans for anything. He just has like general vague promises of like this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm a great businessman. I'm a winner. America's gonna win. And you know, uh, it's just, you know, he might as well just be shitting in his hands and holding out for you motherfuckers to eat. Like fucking candy. Uh, although it doesn't taste like candy. Trust, me. Trust you. Okay. These people are crazy. They're crazy. Crazy. These people are loco. I didn't know this happened in Tampa. I love Tampa. I didn't know this happened. All right. They'll go home. They'll go home to their moms soon, and they'll get. Let me ask you, you know, I don't want to ruin somebody's life, but do we prosecute somebody like that or no? You know, it's on their card forever. Yeah, this is the great champion of freedom of speech. Let's not silence him. Should we prosecute people who disagree with me? Crowd, yay! Don't want to ruin his life or anything. Fuck them, fuck them. Oh my God, fuck them. Let's protect unpopular speech, yay! I don't know, dude. Uh, This guy is the most anti-First Amendment candidate in the history of the fucking United States of America, or at least in my lifetime. So doesn't doesn't matter. Is something that's very scary for me to hear when we're when we're talking about First Amendment rights. Fuck them. I I don't. They don't believe in the First Amendment. They don't. They're sitting there. They're sitting there. They're sitting there. Fucking cheering for the end of the First Amendment. Well, they're stupid. They're wrong. I mean, I, I feel like if you're going to fucking, I mean, I guess you, you technically have a First Amendment right to fucking sit there and say, fuck the First Amendment, but that doesn't make any sense when you try to defend yourself by saying, my First Amendment rights. Well, no. What do your First Amendment rights matter? You just said you don't even agree with the fucking First Amendment in the first place. So it becomes this big paradoxical fucking circle jerk maybe, of emptiness maybe, that leads nowhere. May, it's like the snake eating its own tail. And maybe in their minds. But the principles and law remain the same, and that's and that's what that's what we want is an equal application of the law. Look, I'm not saying there's not a debate to be had. What I'm saying is like I I, I really it really is kind of scary to say oh I don't really like what this person's saying, and they're even against the first amendment. Let's just silence them. It's okay. Uh, I'm not saying let's silence him. I'm just saying like kind of really how are. can you possibly say like. I find it crazy that you're more disturbed by me saying fuck him than you are by him saying that guy should be prosecuted for criticizing me and an entire audience of people cheering. Thunderous I'm not, ovation. I'm not defending. Oh, look, I'm not defending his beliefs. That, why can't you see the distinction? I'm not defending what Trump is saying. I I'm defending the principles of freedom of speech. A lot of reprehensible shit. And to be an, an yeah, but most people are not going to be the president of the United States of America. Just as much as as the shit that I agree with. 
Okay, That's but the, way the, it goes. the problem with that is that if Trump becomes president and he actually gains the sort of power to do the sort of things he's talking about here, the First Amendment's going to be gone anyway. Well, you don't suspend the First Amendment when it's in danger. I mean, I never advocated suspending it. I'm just oh. saying, fuck these people. Yeah, well, I agree. Fuck them. They're stupid. They're morons, but that's always been the case. We've always been surrounded by fucking stupid I mean, but people. no, come on. Let's, let's be real here. You know, it, it's like every single election cycle, maybe with the exception of the Mitt Romney one. <clears throat> it's like the Republican frontrunners just get dumber and dumber. Yeah. And dumber. It is true. And dumber. It was George W. Bush. And I remember people at the time being like, George W. Bush is the dumbest fucking person that's ever been president. It'll never get dumber than him. And, you know, then it was Sarah Palin as uh, John McCain's VP choice. And, oh, my God, she's dumber than Bush. Well, yeah, and, uh, the other and now one. it's Trump. It's like, holy shit, he's dumber than Palin. I think this party is slowly but surely self-destructing. Michelle Bachman and Rick Santorum, too. Those motherfuckers were dumb. Oh, yeah. But they never even got it. They, ne- they didn't get as close to the fucking uh, power structure as, uh, sure. you know. As someone like Sarah Palin did, like she, I mean, she she she'd been a VP. I mean, John McCain's still alive now, but who knows if with the fucking stress of being president, if he would have lived, huh? You know, so we might have ended up with fucking President Palin. We in that could world. have, yeah, we could have. I mean, and then you basically have someone who's probably not even fit to manage a fucking you know little league fucking hockey team running the <laughs> fucking country. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it, I just ha- I have a problem with people storming into a fucking event. Like it, it's the same thing. The same reason I have a problem with Black Lives Matter storming the fucking library at a community college and shutting everything down. Under your defense, they've got a right to do that because you know what? They think that you you agree there are pro- there are major problems with with uh, public education, right? Sure. And community college. So they've got a right to make those those issues heard. They've got a right to storm into the fucking library and scream at the top of their lungs and shut down what everybody else is there for. Yeah, but I mean, that's I've always not been, freedom of speech. No, it is. I've always been critical of things like that, but I've never said I don't think they have the right to do that. I can think it's stupid. I can think it's a waste of time. I can think it's an, a giant imposition to everyone around them and is not even going to effectually accomplish the task they're trying to do. But I still think it's their freedom of speech to do that. I still think that's their right to express themselves in that manner. I, I, I guess you're right uh, in a natural rights type of way. I guess you're right. <laughs> they can conduct themselves how they want. But I don't think that you, under any other circumstance than Trump, would be found defending people storming into a fucking rally and screaming over the person trying to talk. <clears throat> I mean, and that's, I, I and think that's what bugs me because I, I, I no, I can, I can, I can already give you another circumstance. If a bunch of Trump supporters had done this to Hil- uh, at a Hillary Clinton rally, I would support them also. Well, okay. What if what if a bunch of Hillary supporters did it at a Bernie rally? Then fuck them. Throw them all in jail. Huh? Nope. Burn them at the stake. No, no. Yeah. They, have, they have the right to do it. I said, seems it seems harsh. It seems harsh, but no, we're trying to be fuck nice. With Kaiser Sanders, you know, dude. we're trying to be nice. Kaiser. You know, we had cases where, in a couple of cases, big big stadiums loaded up with people, and these guys were loud. One guy sounded like Luciano Pavarotti. He had the greatest voice. I said, I could make that guy an opera singer, but he's got the wrong attitude in life. So he starts screaming and he starts swinging and hitting people. When the people hit back. Mm-hmm. 
which was very appropriate. He was a big, strong guy. They sat there. They hit back. The next day it was Trump's people are rough. It's, still, it's terrible. Yeah, that's it's what ser- happened. I, I, I take that story with a fucking giant grain of salt. A boulder of salt. I guess we'll move on. Here's a veteran asking Donald Trump to clarify remarks about John McCain and POWs. Clarify them, sure. Keith is a veteran. Give him a chance to backpedal. Back uh, was captured in Iraq, and uh, and he was killed. And uh, Keith would like to ask you a question because we all know that uh, that you support our veterans, POWs, more than anybody and but everyone yeah. else. <laughs> he supports our veterans he so much that he shit. did a giant fundraiser for them and hasn't actually distributed any of the money yet. He doesn't really? give a shit. Yeah. Wow. What they a don't piece care. Of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Mr. McCain, uh, he went through years of trying to get his son back. John McCain would not help him. We know that you would help our POWs. John McCain has not helped a lot of people like he should. That I can tell you. That's true. Go ahead. How are you doing? How are you, sir? Nice to see you. Go ahead. I I come here because you made a comment to John McCain that you don't think that captured soldiers are heroes. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was. I never did that. Well, what you I want that. you to do okay, yeah, is just clarify did. that for me okay. because I think it's important for all these people here yeah. and for it a lot of veterans bad. in Ohio, especially it. Ohio. And I know yeah. what you were doing. You know exactly what I was doing. But I wanted but you they to are explain heroes. this just so you understand. And real heroes, okay? Oh, okay. You know okay. that. Thank you. Oh, that's for me. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, he 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 did say that. I don't know. Um, he 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 just he directly said, John McCain's not a war hero because he was captured. You know, to me, the real heroes are the guys that don't get captured. He said that. Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, he can disown it all he wants, disavow it, but he still said it. Uh, yeah. My perfect argument. That's why I don't want to silence Trump. He's an idiot. Yeah, I don't want to silence him either. I just thought yeah. that for that one you just rally, want to allow other it was. Yeah. No. that one fucking instance, sure. But I mean, has it happened? Has it happened in any rally since? Has it happened in any rally before? It was one fucking rally. If it did, would you still support it if it happened at every rally? Uh, no, I mean, if that, then no. it would actually be a campaign to silence him. Okay. Here, here's a story with the guy who tried to get on stage while Trump was there in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Oh, yeah, and he was ISIS. Yep. ISIS, even oh, though there's no, it, there's no evidence for that, but ISIS. He's the not. man arrested after rushing the stage at a Donald Trump rally in Ohio yesterday, speaking out for the first time. This video capturing the moment the 22-year-old Tommy DeMassimo tried to confront the Republican frontrunner. The Secret Service there's, stepping there's, in there's fast to stop him. There's another there, by the way. Another uh, yeah, that, w- that rally was not stopped. It was one person who was like, ah... Uh, you know, Donald Trump, he, he walks around, he thinks he's got this big swinging dick, and he's so tough, and he, you know, he's gonna fuck with anybody who fucks with him, but... Well, what know. happened is someone yelled, like, someone's coming over the barricade for you to Trump, so Trump was like, oh my god, and he started freaking out. It didn't look like he was exactly assuming the battle stance there, either, so... He was, he was. Uh, but, you know, afterwards, he tried to spin it that way, he's like, yeah, I could have taken care of him, but I guess it's good to let the Secret Service do their job. It's like, you, you really didn't look like you were turning to fucking fight, dude. But whatever. Who knows? Whatever. Now charged with disorderly conduct and inducing panic. Trump fired back at Demosthenes on Twitter. He accused him of having ties to ISIS. He tweeted, USSS, the Secret Service, did an excellent job stopping the, the maniac rushing to the stage. He has ties to ISIS, should be in jail. He does not have ties to ISIS. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Our own Martin Savage Ridiculous. sat down with him today. What did he say, Marty? 
Well, you know, Poppy, there have been uh, obviously a great many protests that have taken place with wow, Donald Trump rallies, nice but this is the first voice. person yeah, we've known of who actually sort of charged the stage, and it seemed to raise protests to a new level here, and that's what I wanted to find out about. It's Columbus. 22-year-old Tommy DeMassimo is a college senior. He goes to school here in Ohio. He's bright. He seems... Yeah, it looks like he's at Ohio State. ...intelligent, yeah. but he's obviously very politically active, and what he wanted to do, he said, was to deny Trump the stage, but... I asked him, what were you really trying to do? Listen to the response. Let's hear it. What were you thinking? I was thinking that Donald Trump is a bully, and he is nothing more than that. He is somebody who is just saying a lot of bold things. He's making bold claims, but I can see right through that, and I can see that he's truly just a coward, and he's opportunistic. And he's willing to destroy this country for power for himself. All right, well, that's your motivation. But what were you thinking at that moment? I was, Why did you do what you did? I was thinking that I could get up on stage and take his podium away from him and take his mic away from him and send a message that's to not all realistic. people out in the country who wouldn't. There's no, how are you going to possibly accomplish that? There's secret service everywhere. There's cops everywhere. There's Trump supporters everywhere. There's no fucking realistic way for you to jump up on stage and take the mic from him. Yeah, I mean, like, if you would have laid hands like on him, you probably would have gotten fucked up pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, like, he may just be, he may be dead right now. Assuming that he got far enough to actually get on stage, like, he could potentially be dead or in the but hospital. Look at the attention he's getting. I mean, it seems almost to me like this is more of like a publicity stunt. Did he, I mean, look, you saw the Secret Service, you saw the police around the stage, did he really expect he was going to jump over a barricade, dash, get, get by all of them, and get to Trump? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know wh what this guy's mindset is, but that's a pretty unrealistic expectation for how things are going to turn out. Yeah, I think I think this guy's mindset is this right here, this CNN piece. I think he thought that if he did something crazy at a Trump rally, he'd get a platform to talk about how bad Trump is. And he succeeded yep. in that, I guess. Yeah, he clearly has because he's right here on CNN and we're listening to him talk. Consider themselves racist, who wouldn't consider themselves approving of what type of violence Donald Trump is allowing at his rallies uh, and send them a message that we can be strong, we can find our strength, and we can stand up um, against Donald Trump and against this new wave he's ushering in of, of truly just violent white supremacist ideas. Were you, if you had made it... Supremist? Yeah, it was... White supremacist. I think you mean white supremacist. Yeah. We could, we could probably sell that on a shirt, too. I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> To that, that I don't know. It Were doesn't have the ring attack? that Mim has, you know. No. Okay. No. White soup memist? No. Not at all. Uh, there would have been no point. Uh, Donald Trump is six. Like this could be a, a potentially a big problem for Donald Trump moving forward. These people who are fucking like, just like really fucking want to fucking shut his ass up. I mean, it could be crazy. Like. He might have to have, like, so much security and, and events that it's, like, every person, like, okay, you have to take the pledge of, lo of fealty and loyalty to Trump before you're allowed to enter the Deal venue. before Trump. I mean, uh, it kiss his ring. He's kind of lucky that, um, that, you know, usually it's only been one or two protesters that has the balls to actually show up. Like, if, if they actually did start doing the, the thing that you were talking about and trying to, like, en masse 
form like coalitions to go to his events and silence him, they probably would succeed. Because I don't see how he could actually even stop that from happening. Yeah. I mean, regardless of, of where you stand on it one way or the other, I think it's kind of an interesting idea that these people potentially could mobilize, stop Trump from holding any further rallies, and um, what could he really do to st- what could he really do about it? I mean, what recourse would he even have at that point? He's, it's the age know. of the internet and TV and fucking movies and shit. He'd just keep having his rallies online and, you know, like, I, I don't know, man. He, he, the way to beat Trump is not to silence Trump. The way to beat Trump is to let Trump keep being crazy fucking Trump. Yeah, so that everybody can see. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I think people are getting scared now because, you know... All these people have been telling them from the very beginning, and it's something I never bought into. Maybe for a week or two I bought into it. Oh, that Trump's a joke? But this idea that Trump's not a serious contender, he's not going to go anywhere, you know, his candidacy's a joke, it'll fizzle out, and then, you know, these people, they're always setting the benchmarks for when when this happens, that's when Trump falls. And I think people are getting scared because the media has told them on several occasions, you know, after this, Trump's Trump's done for. His goose is cooked. And they keep seeing him just blow past those expectations. They're just like, holy shit. From their standpoint, they're almost seeing him as like a comet hurtling towards the White House. It's like, oh shit, it's unstoppable. You know, the only thing we can do is fucking lock arms and fucking try to stop it. Because they kind of have this, the media kind of has this thing where it's like, oh, we can talk to a lot of analysts and they're going to tell us what's what's what. Oh, Trump doesn't have a chance. And we kept hearing Trump doesn't have a chance. And we keep seeing polls where it's like, no, Trump is number one in this state. Trump is winning this state. But if, uh, if, if people start shutting down Trump rallies, I mean, how long is it before Trump supporters start shutting down other people's rallies? I mean, Trump's already... Not, not long. Trump's already said on Twitter, you know... Um, Careful, Bernie, before I start sending people to your rallies, which is stupid because Bernie Sanders had nothing to do with sending people to Trump's rally. There's, well, yeah, Trump has accused Bernie of doing so, though. Which is false. There's no, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, maybe it's not false, but there's no evidence to support it, so it's probably false. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it would be kind of interesting. I mean, I, I, this is why I love politics in America, because there's always some crazy shit going down. Every time we have an election in this country, everyone loses their minds. Shit just gets totally fucking bonkers, and you never know what's going to happen. That's why, I mean, it's, it's almost like it kind of g- gets that, like, Hunger Games <laughs> thing going, like where it's like, oh, everybody, pay attention to the big spectacle and be distracted. I like that. Yeah, maybe they should decide who Red gets to be circuses, the president, man. like Hunger Games. You know, um, I'm pretty sure that Hillary would win then. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, unless, I really unless don't the... like that, by the way. I don't like that the the job interview for the most important job uh, in our country is an absurd fucking circus with an orange billionaire at the helm of it. Like, I, <laughs> I, I can't celebrate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can celebrate it from an entertainment standpoint. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm such an entertainment-minded person, you know? Um, I mean, I, I do kind of care about the future of this country, but at the same time, I kind of have the George Carlin view of America just circling the drain anyway. So, uh, you know, at least it can be amusing in its decline, you know? There could be a big spectacle. Oops. Go ahead. Foot three. I'm five foot nine, maybe, you know? He's a giant man surrounded by thousands of followers. 12 Secret Service. Okay, so this guy does realistically understand this shit. 
that would have accomplished nothing. But can you see how people might have perceived that you were? Of course. And, and I wasn't expecting there to be as much Secret Service as there was there that day. Um, from what I had sort of seen, there hadn't been that much or hadn't been that much in a contained area. So I thought my yeah, chances of getting up Yeah, but that was before the big Trump rally that got fucking overrun by protesters. I mean, of course, security is going to be upped now. That's like the natural response to that. Yeah, of course. Stage and getting to the podium would have been better. And I mean, like, I mean, like, in all fairness to Trump, Trump doesn't know that this guy's only five nine. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on behind him. He just hears no. like something's happening. Oh shit, you know. But at the same time, I kind of think this guy made his point about Trump's cowardice because, you know. There's certain people, like, you can't fake that immediate reaction to something. When, when you're just like, if you're frightened and you're shitting your pants with fear, like, it's pretty evident pretty quick. And to me, Trump, what Trump did was, like, the, the, like a very frightened, like, animal, like, oh, my God, my life. You know, he, which he is which is what ninety percent of people would do. Yeah, I Trump's mean, yeah, right. But here's a guy. But right. But here's a guy that just is like all about the bravado and bluster, and I'm a fucking big swinging dick, he man, awesome motherfucker, and nobody better fuck with me, and I'm the greatest of all time, and I'm winning, and I'm the best in all ways at all times. Uh, you know, I can tell you, I've known some real yeah. Louisiana shit kickers who walk the walk that Trump talks. And if they hear someone's coming for them, they don't fucking jump 10 feet in the air and look terrified. They turn around ready to fucking throw down. Would you agree with that, Scotty? Uh, to some degree. To some degree. I mean, look, at a, at a political event, I mean, obviously, Trump uh, Trump was obviously probably thinking someone was c coming after him with a gun or something. I mean, it's a political event. It's a political rally. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know what was going through his mind. Well, if he really thought someone was coming after him with a gun, I think he would have ducked. He did kind of duck. Hmm. To me, he flipped around. Um, yeah, it looked like he almost uh, was going to pull the podium over. He was, like, holding on to it for a second. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do, guys? But, again, it was more important for me to show that there are people out Oh, and just to clarify for anyone who's, who, who's probably like, oh, you'd have done this. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. I, I would definitely be shitting my pants with fear in that instance. But I don't go around talking about how what a badass I am all the time. That's the difference out there who aren't afraid of Donald Trump. He says scary things. He lets his people do scary things. He's threatened Mexico, Islam, you name it, and yet I'm unafraid. And if I can be unafraid enough to go take his podium away from him, then we all can be afraid enough to not let this man walk into the White House. I think you meant to say unafraid there, but maybe it was a Freudian slip. Because I think you are afraid. I think you're terrified of the prospect of a Trump presidency. Yeah, he is, that's what really. impelled you to act. So really, you're acting out of fear just as much as you say Trump is acting out of fear. Yeah. That would be my condemnation of this guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. God, there's so many videos about Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, like, we don't need any more Trump. Yeah. We've done, we've done Trump. Yeah, look at all of it, dude. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, here's here's one. Um, God used Hurricane Katrina to punish gay events. I think the wake up calls Katrina. It's this guy Hurricane again. Katrina. Mm -hmm. Katrina meant means to cleanse. One of the roots of that word to cleanse. Well, it hits. Uh, so uh, so what if that is? So what? The uh, really? Key West. 
the very day they're going to have the day of decadence. Why wasn't it San Francisco or like West Hollywood? Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about Katrina is like, okay, yeah, maybe some gay people were affected, but by far the people who were most affected were a bunch of fucking rednecks down in Mississippi and a bunch of black people in New Orleans. Those are the people who were most yeah, affected plenty, by Katrina. Plenty of religious people died. Plenty of religious people lost everything they owned. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Good, like, good job, God. If good there was, job. If the Hurricane Katrina had hit and mysteriously only gay people were casualties, then I would say, well, maybe there's something to this. But I can tell, I can tell from what we've heard of this guy that he's an Old Testament Christian. He's one of those like, well, yep, those normal us people, those normal black people in New Orleans and them normal, normal farmers and rednecks in Mississippi, they done deserved it because they was harboring the fags. And you saw what God did to Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, maybe it's a joke. Louisiana is one of the most conservative places I've I've ever been in all of my life. Yeah, I mean, like we're talking it's a joke. Louisiana and Mississippi. Like, there's no, there's no, I mean, especially before the federal gay marriage thing, there was no great conciliatory attitude towards homosexuals there. No, except for maybe in like a small part of New Orleans, there was like, okay, it's okay to be gay within these like ten city blocks. All right, <laughs> celebration. It was a little storm then, a smaller storm. Hits on that day. They hits New Orleans on the day when they're playing theirs. is a much bigger storm. Now you're a fucking and, disgrace, dude. And then when I went to New Orleans, I met with a bunch of pastors right after the Katrina thing. And they, one of them asked me, do you think we're under judgment? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you have to ask? And they were so offended that I would say yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, not wow, I correct. can't believe they were offended yeah. by that. That's crazy. Why would why? Okay, so uh, you, you know you know what it was really? It was this guy wouldn't said this shit to them and they were like, Really? You that, that's that's really what you're saying to us? And he's like, Yeah. They probably wanted to beat the shit out of you, you fat tub of shit. I mean if if they're if, I mean like can you imagine if you go to this guy at any fucking challenging point in his life, like I don't know, his wife dies in a car crash or his kid gets addicted to drugs and you just go to him and be like, you know what? This is God's judgment against you. You think he's going to be like, you must be right. He's going to be like, no, it's not. Fuck you. That's insensitive to me and my beliefs. So every, but also, so every natural disaster that occurs is God's wrath? It's God's vengeance now. I mean, what about? I mean, I remember reading a story a number of years back about um, this town of people. They all hid in their church from this tornado, and then the tornado basically just barreled into the church and killed them all. God's will. You know, they probably would have been safer just staying home. But maybe it was a maybe that was a sinful church. It was God's will. Maybe one. Maybe they had some teenage pregnancies in that church or something. Look, it's all part of God's plan, TJ. God's got a plan. That was his plan. They fed a fag at the soup kitchen. Oops. God's judgment's coming for you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. Yeah, Paul, uh, just stay in the call. All right. Stay in the call, Paul.
Podcast.
Today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com forward slash peasants and using code peasants. Yeah, Casper sent me one of their mattresses so that I could understand the quality of the latex and memory foam design that has just the right amount of sink and bounce no matter how you sleep. I'm so impressed with the mattress they sent, Ben, that I'm ordering my next mattress from Casper. The cool thing is they've got a 100-day return policy, so if I'm not satisfied with it, they'll pick it back up. In the store, you might get to try a mattress for a few minutes, but with Casper, you get 100 days to try it out. And the prices are great. It's $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing that to industry averages, that's a pretty outstanding price. I agree, TJ. So get $50 towards any mattress per by going to casper.com forward slash peasants and using the code peasants that's p-e-a-s-a-n-t-s terms and conditions apply why don't you tell us more about those terms and conditions ben i don't happen to have them right in front of me one thing i will say though is that the mattress comes in this unbelievably small box and you're like how is there a king size mattress in this small box that you know, not even I could fit into. And then you open it up and it just explodes out of the box. It even says that you should open it in the room that you're going to use it in. Yeah. And then it just like expands out of nowhere. It's like one of those little weird, um, like sponge things, you know, where you like add water and it's like, doo -doo -doo -doo. yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it's like a little tiny, like sponge, like a little pill shaped thing. And then you pour water on it, it becomes like a big sponge dinosaur. And then you're like, Oh, <laughs> And that's pretty What's much a it. dinosaur? Oh, I'm sorry, a dinor. I forgot. I was pronounced. Okay. I was pronouncing it incorrectly. I'm sorry. People always want to add that s, and I'm like, what? Why? Why complicate a word? You know. It's totally unnecessary. Currently, the bed is the star. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I have one of those beds. Um, the uh, the roll of the the one that comes in the big roll in a fucking tiny little box. Yeah, and they are comfy. Yeah, cool, cool. Me too. But I was I was sleeping on a fucking air mattress for like three weeks prior to that. So yeah, so that might have like tainted results, but you know, <laughs> taint. I said taint. <laughs> Woo. Hey. This show's taint. about taints now. Welcome back to the Taint Podcast. And, all and taint all the time. Scotty, I just want to let you know there's a Canadian in our presence right what? now. There's a Canadian here? Where? You better believe it. Ew. Yeah, did you hear that? Oh, so lame. He said, you better believe you it, You better buddy. believe it, dude. You better believe it. I'm Canadian. Ooh. What's happening, peasants? Um, Drugs. I don't think you're allowed to talk to us. <laughs> Hey, What's, who the who the fuck are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Who are you? What's your name? Identify yourself. Uh, my name is Jordan. I go by uh, Bird Flu is like a breakdancing name. Uh, a breakdancing wow. name. So you're a breakdancer? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for about like five years or so. What is happening there? Dude, Who's your that? mom is angry is that your about mom? this breakdancing career. Mom! Bird Flu! <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! She's chirping in the background a little bit. Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Are we getting you in trouble? Did you, you? Maybe you should have told her you were doing this before you did it. Oh, no. She wanted to hide, you see. What? 
She wanted to hide. Uh, oh. Well, we can't oh, see man. you, so yeah, Drunk, we can't see you. Yeah, you're yeah, we can't see you. Yeah, you're just you're 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 audio only. Oh, I'm so a, I'm a I'm a Canadian voice. Am I? All right, hold on. Oh, we're actually get to see him. Yeah, he's he's been in the hangouts before. <laughs> Is he gonna break yeah. dance for us here on the show? Oh, I can't. Uh, you, you'd have to go to my channel, you see. Oh, <laughs> oh lame. All right. Oh, yeah, I, I remember, dude. We're Bird Flu, I think, had the gigantic like bong on one of the shows. Yeah, when I was he down did. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah, he's a cool cat. I remember now. Thank you, Paul. Paul respects the hip hop culture, so you know what I'm saying. I do. You know what I mean. What are you trying to say about us? We some racist? Not yeah. nice. yes, racist. You guys are our facilitators of the hip hop, you see. Well, I'll tell you, I lived I lived pretty much cheek by jowl with you guys in Ohio <laughs> for a couple of weeks. I didn't hear a single fucking rap song. Not one rap song. What do you guys got against hip hop culture? Uh, you know, I mean, I think we thugs. all I think we all understand what I have against it, okay? I don't want to come out and say it expressly, but we oh, all okay. know. We all know what I got against it. I hate I rhyming. Yeah. So, are you going to turn on your camera or what, dude? That's why I'm a big fan of feminist slam poetry. I'm kind of retarded with Skype. Okay, I never mind. Just, you know, don't even bother trying. I'm retarded. You're Canadian. We understand. We're good. Yeah, it's I, I Skype's fault. Yet again, peasants. Oh, yeah, it's all Skype. Fuck you, Skype. Sorry. What are you Sorry, thinking? Sorry, Ben. What are you thinking, Skype? I don't know what's going on about all this. <laughs> <laughs> Try hard. All right. Brace yourself, TJ. Brace yourself. I'm, I'm ready for it. I think Ben's got. No. Oh God! I'm gonna face it this time. Oh, oh God! I looked directly at it. I looked directly at it. Dude. Maybe that's what oh. Trump saw at the rally, dude. <laughs> Dude, I locked eyes with that manatee right through his sunglasses and mine. That was terrifying. Yeah, I'm never going to look directly at the screen while that's Don't happening again. Don't fucking do it. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Ben can't be trusted. He just throws it in at the most inopportune moment. Yeah. I am the cold. Shut up. Oh. Uh, you ain't no cold. I'm so fucking cold. I am the manatee. Cold is so cold. I am I'm so fucking cold that I'm gonna play this. <laughs> uh, One of your fellow Canadians, bird flu. Oh, maybe you are the cold. Yeah, hey everyone, maybe. it's TVC Mario, and you're here oh, for God, a very <laughs> important video. I felt led by the Holy it's Spirit important. to share this Where's very Bernie? important message with you. Wow, he doesn't the United stand States a chance. of America He's will a socialist. be their next president shortly. And I just wanted to remind you, no matter who the next president is, Jesus Christ is king. In mm. fact, he is the matter king to you? of You're kings a fucking Canadian. and the lord of lords. So you, you, you were doing us the service of reminding us of a bullshit religious platitude? Thanks. I guess. Not to mention Cruz is a fucking staunch fucking conservative. He's a staunch Christian. He, uh, he's even said several times that, like, God comes first. <laughs> comes first. Well, he does. And last. First and last. And know. always. He, he is, is the Alpha and the Omega. Uh, <laughs> he beat me to it. Fuck. President of presidents. President of so presidents. So it doesn't matter who will be elected, selected to be in office. Jesus Christ still so rules free will doesn't matter. and will rule for eternity. So I wanted to share this message <coughs> and clarify 
how Jesus is a king that is sovereign over all. Oh. Now, many of you might be wondering, why would a good, righteous, holy God allow evil men to rule this world? I don't know. If we look back in human history, it is evident that there have been some very twisted, diabolical, depraved, evil men that have been placed in positions of authority and power. Why would a good God allow this to happen well you need to recognize that we live in a fallen world hey mario this wasn't god's original plan hey mario uh who, who's king again who's king oh did you just say this, this wasn't god's original plan it's jesus christ right who is the king christ. That's, that's king are you sure that are you sure he's king? Because I was oh, Jesus I, Christ. Okay, I guess you're right. I Sorry, got Mario. A little, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. What's happening in there? Oh. That's we've all been asking ourselves that question. About oh, your Jesus brain. Christ. I, what the I, fuck? I guess it would it would probably be wasting my time to remind Mario that two of the three men that he's showing on stage are Christians, right? Because they're not true. Christians, dude. I already know what the not. response I'm, is. By Mario's standard, I don't think. I think. I, I think maybe there's like twelve Christians on Earth. Jesus Christ. Because like <laughs> the vast majority of Christians, he just says they're not real Christians. No one is ever a real Christian in his eyes, unless they just are fucking. They, they fucking fall. Basically, it's the way you determine you if someone's a Mario. true Christian or not is if they fucking follow Mario. <laughs> it's not about following Jesus. It's about following Mario. In fact, this is against his design and in and his will. No. If you recognize one Hold of the on. things that Christians are, how could it? How could it possibly be against his design and his will if it's happening? He's God. By your standard, he can do anything he wants, so nothing against his will should even happen ever. It's impossible. Like even even if fucking you know. Hitler kills six million Jews is because God, you know, has got part of God's plan. This is one of the one of the ways God wanted things to go down. So I mean, I don't get it. Yeah, you can't you can't like uh, on one hand claim that God is the architect of reality, and on the other hand claim that a, a, a group of Illuminati are controlling everything on the fucking planet. You dunce. Honey, yeah, I he does multiple times. I was so born a whore. <laughs> in the model of prayer that Jesus gave us called uh, the, the Lord's Prayer, we are to pray that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, in the heavenly realm, only God's will is done, but not on earth. We need to <coughs> seek it, pray for God to reveal it, and do it. Okay, well in the then, garden. in that case, it does matter who the leader is, even by your standards, so your earlier speech about the leader not mattering is bullshit. B-b-b-b-bullshit. I mean, I can't even... The thing, I, I, I hate you, Mario, because not only is your shit inconsistent with reality, but it's inconsistent with itself. Jesus Christ. Yeah, every argument that Mario has ever made that I've heard is self-refuting in such a basic way. That it's and he like, thinks it's he's some kind of visionary. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, much much like the Bible itself, but at least the you know the composition of the Bible has the excuse of multiple authors. This guy can't even get his own shit right. 
Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he, he just, it's a hodgepodge of shit he's heard elsewhere anyway. It's not like any of these are original thoughts from Mario. Oh, Mark Dice. Oh, Mark Dice. Sorry. Of Eden, man went against God's will. He gave us free will. He didn't want these little robots that just would obey and do what he wanted to and love him they because we were pre-programmed to. That's not true love. So what he did is create beings who have the ability to disobey. And that's just what we did. So we brought upon ourselves this <clears throat> fallen system by disobeying the commands of our creator, who is even righteous, God holy... Knew, even though God knew you, Mario, before he formed you in your mother's womb, knew everything you were ever going to do, every, every decision you would ever make, and created you to do those things, you, have, you, ha you somehow have free will. It's inexplicably stupid. <clears throat> On the face of it... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you can't have it both ways. Either God has a plan or there's free will. You can't, it can't, they're, they're irreconcilable. I, I know that some Christians, you know, smarter than Mario, honestly, have engaged in some uh, sophistry that somehow makes it possible, you know, according to them, but I've never understood any of the arguments they've made. Uh, and to me, it's, it's like saying that something can be wet and dry at the same time it's, in it's, the same place. Because they're totally implausible arguments. You know, you could drop a sponge into a fucking vat of water and somehow it won't get wet. I, I used this on YouTube way back. It's like if there was a mad scientist, right? He builds this giant robot, creates it, you know, uh, himself, and programs it to stomp its way all the way across the United States and destroy New York City. Who's at fault? The overlord? The one that programmed the fucking robot to destroy the city? Or the fucking robot? Christians uh, don't want to admit it because that's the kind of the truth. Like, if if God is what they say he is, they are robots. They're acting upon his will, not theirs. How could it be any different if he knows everything and is aware of every possibility? Because they're, <laughs> they're still given a choice. Now, because we have fallen, men of twisted, internal, just wretchedness have been placed in positions of power. But, trust me, one day, they will God's face plan. the king. You know, Every Twisted Internal Wretchedness sounds like a good title for a Brett Keen book. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Dude, the sequel to Eternal Undying Love. A Twisted new trilogy from Brett Keen. <laughs> Twisted <laughs> Eternal <laughs> Wretchedness by Manatee Keen. An autobiography. So horrifying. Like, I can see it, yeah. Brett needs to write the story of his life and call it Twisted eternal wretchedness. Internal. internal. Oh, internal. Everyone will. We will all be judged. And those of us who are in Christ Jesus, we have the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ. We will be forgiven. Not because we are good people. Not at all. It is nothing to do with our works. It is all about the holiness and the perfect life. Well, the Bible's actually kind of of two minds about that. There are actually parts that say it is due to works, and there are other parts that say it isn't. So, I mean, that's just your cherry-picking. Uh, but, of course, what, what choice do you have? When yeah. the book explicitly <laughs> contradicts itself, you got to believe one <laughs> you, version or another. You have to cherry-pick the Bible. There's no other way to fucking read it. Life ...of Jesus, and he gave that to us as a free gift when we believed on him. But... Believed on him? <coughs> that's I weird. On, I believe on Jesus every I believe on Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus. I believe on Jesus. I sit having on Jesus had, and I believe. 
having had a great many conversations, as I'm sure you have, TJ, with Christians on YouTube about like specifics in the Bible, I used to do that all the time. It's really funny to watch them refute the Bible themselves. Like when you put the Bible against the Bible, which it's very easy to do because it's chock full of blatant contradictions. <laughs> then they're forced to try and disprove the validity. So they'll, they'll be like, well, if you take it back to the Greek, well, then the Bible has a glaring mistranslation in it. I thought the Bible was perfect. I thought the <laughs> King James was perfect. It's, it's pretty fucking funny to watch them flop around. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's certain there's certain parts that are just irreconcilable. Like, there's two different creation accounts that have the fucking days going in a different order. I forget what their excuse is even for that one. But uh, they, basically, if you go to, there's like, there's, you know, a skeptics annotated Bible, like, compiled a list of all the contradictions in the Bible. And I believe that even the skeptics annotated Bible itself will link to people, people's arguments against the contradictions because they're so on their face ridiculous that anybody who's being intellectually honest who looks at them is going to be like, wow, that's the worst argument I've ever seen. This is obviously someone trying to make a square peg fit in a round hole. And they'll just do anything to make it happen. Like, okay, well, you know, it looks like it has four corners, but it's actually a yeah. circle if you really think about it from trans-dimensional, interpersonal. They know it's fucking bullshit. Everyone knows it's bullshit. It's always a translation problem for me. Like, you'll be like, here's the Bible telling you to do some insane bullshit. And they'll be like, well, if you look up uh, the Greek for insane bullshit, it also means air and dove. So that's, it was really the, what he's trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, it's so absurd. But that's not, that's not how translation even works. Yeah, that doesn't matter how it works. It's a semantic argument, essentially, and, and confuddles things, right? I mean, yeah. Look yeah, over here, totally look absurd. over here, look over here. But, but never mind the fact that we're, we're saying all of this in response to a fucking guy who like literally uses the most blatant fallacy known to man, the most awesome fallacy that has ever been wreaked upon uh, the the world in every video, uh, and we're trying to explain to him that that you know his Bible is contradictory and bullshit. I don't think it's gonna work, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any hope whatsoever of getting through to the vigilant Christian Mario. It's just his worldview, TJ. It's just his worldview. Yeah, you know, it's just his worldview. What are you gonna do? It's his worldview. Worldview. It is his worldview. Just a reminder to everyone, after we are done here, we will go and record the post show. If you would like to hear the post show, go to SoundCloud. Uh, down below is a link to our SoundCloud page where you can listen to it. Uh, people keep asking me, like, what's the point of the post show to get you to go to SoundCloud? Yeah, no shit. That's, or, I mean, like, it should be obvious. It shouldn't. It shouldn't really need saying money. what the point is. But yeah, it's not even so much money. It's just money. we, we want to climb the fucking podcast charts more. So yeah. So how, I mean, wait a minute. How dare you guys offer some free bonus content for at the expense of a click? How dare you guys? I mean, if Monsters. you use like, if you use iTunes, use iTunes to get it. I mean, however you prefer to get it. Yeah, because it helps our podcasts ranking uh, in uh, among podcasts and shit. And also, uh, you know, you get fucking free bonus content. What's not to love? Anyway, let's move on from uh, what's the not cringulant Christian and and see the what else we got. Cringulant Christian. Cringe a lot, Christian. Uh -huh. The vigilant Christian. Vigilant Christian. The village idiot Christian.
All right. I think this is a feminism video. Is it a slam oh, boy? For young women who don't consider themselves yeah. oh, It is. Babies. Hey. At least memorize the fucking poem, all right? Uh, so, uh, like, uh... I mean, did she, like, is, did she most just of open these... the poem calling them babies? Yep. Yep. This is what I'm... <laughs> no, go uh -huh. ahead. Just go ahead. <laughs> Please. For the love of all that is holy and right and grandmotherly in this world. Grandmotherly? What does that mean? You got me. Okay. It means different things Stop. to different people because different different people have some people have horrifying, <laughs> scary grandmothers. Some people have horrible, abusive grandmothers. Some people have wonderful. You know, like what's grandmotherly even mean? My grandma used it's to put good. cigarettes out of my ball sack if I stayed <laughs> out too late. <laughs> Man, feminism is so grandmotherly. It's almost like they're stereotyping grandmothers in a sense. Yeah, not all grandmothers are the same, you fucking insensitive bitch. She's grandphobic. <coughs> mm -hmm. You're grandphobic. Who's actually laughing at this shit? It's like, I don't know, some moron. <laughs> like an idiot. Hey, in all fairness to them, they're really high. <laughs> <laughs> it's like giving up the first 20 rungs. On the ladder to getting some respect, the ladder is like a thousand rungs tall. You're gonna have to ask <coughs> for every one. You're gonna have to full torso fight for every goddamn rung. You say, I just don't. Wow, this is a new low. This is terrible. Yeah. There's Emotional nothing... blackmail. There's no, there's like this, this piece that she's performing <laughs> has like zero love for language. And the analogy she's using sounds like something a fucking ten-year-old would come up with. I mean, she's oozing like fake conviction that act that bad actory fake conviction that people put on when they're trying to sell something. It's just awful. And <laughs> what wretched. and the way she's and the way she's talking to these people. If there are people out in the audience that don't call themselves feminists, you open the piece by calling them babies. Why would I listen to you? I don't need a daddy. I'm 35 years old. I don't need somebody to put me on their knee. <coughs> Explain to me why I should think the way they do. You're a baby, Paul. You want to You're change my baby. mind? Let let your fucking ideas. She's not trying to change your mind. She's trying to change your diaper because you're a fucking baby. <laughs> Babies. You're a baby. Oh, gucci gucci goo. I consider myself a feminist. It's like saying, uh. I, uh, I'm not that crazy about having the right to vote. Or, <laughs> or, <laughs> Some total straw man. or prosecute men who perpetrate violence against me. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. The nervous laughter of a man who's trying to be like, I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I mean, what? Okay. What does feminism even have to do? Like, there's, there's... The, the right to vote has already been won by women, and clearly people who assault women are prosecuted, so... What? I don't- you don't have to be a hey, feminist Jenny, to fucking think that women should vote. There's something all around you just called rape culture, okay, uh, buddy? So, it's, like it's the not prosecuted. It's not- it's not prosecuted. It's not- oh, okay. You know, I forgot. I, 
I used to be against like lumping SJWs in with feminism, but I've seen too many ties since I started really paying attention to this that you can't now, which is why you shouldn't be surprised that people run like the fucking wind away from feminism now. You guys need to clean up your fucking backyard. Quit talking yet, crazy. Yet, in, here in, in Canuckdada, I just got a piece of mail. Uh, we have a new loony coming out commemorating the women's right to vote. They, like, sent a shiny leaflet to every um, apartment in my complex and probably down the block. When he uh, says loony, he means a $1 coin, TJ. Oh, a $1 okay. coin to translate. I knew it was dollar, a coin. Dollar, bill, I didn't know what it was. The value was, but well, you know, in in American money, it's like fourteen cents. Oh, okay, yeah, right, Scotty. A loony? That much? <laughs> is it called a loony? It is yeah. called, it's called a loony. A loony. It it's got a bird right on. It's that a bird. Thing. Yeah, okay. and then a two and then a two dollar coin is called a toonie. No uh, lie, and it's it got a spare on it. You know what? The entire country—I I agree with Scotty's stance on Canada now. <laughs> Just because the name of the coins. No, Looney is okay, but Toonie, come on. <laughs> it was 1996. It was a different time. People were listening to Ace of Base and shit. Sounds like you got your coin names from the fucking Tiny Toon Adventures theme song and shit. <laughs> they're Looney. They're Toonie. They're Tiny, <laughs> and they're Looney. That's not the words, but thanks. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna actually sing the song because I I'm, oh, I don't you want got people it. to Come on. I don't want people to know that I know it. Well, I, I know it. I actually it. know it too. Do do If my body's property, also. No one, no one says your body is property. Not only that, I wouldn't even want it if it was. <clears throat> Get away. If you could, uh, please stop following it up with. Uh, I've just never been discriminated against personally <laughs> because uh, though that's. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, that you've never met any obstacles to your self-actualization, uh, and we're self-actualization. Really Suck a dick. <laughs> what is self-actualization? What the fuck does that mean? What does it mean? What is all these meaningless fucking terms they toss around and like act like there's some fucking authority or meaning to it? Self-actualization. Like, what is that? The moment when you become your true self. Like what? Yeah, the moment, it's the you, moment discover... you realize victimhood is currency in SJW and current society, I suppose. Yeah, Yay. no, it, it's the moment that you realize that fucking like you live in this fucking world, and every problem that you have is because of this mystical patriarchy and this rape culture. Yeah, it's when it's it's when you finally become a true thinker and <coughs> accept something that's absurd on the face of it. You know what I think we should do, uh, as an aside, sure. Uh, for the post show, we should uh, res we should listen and respond to uh, Tommy Sodomizer's latest video. Yeah, he can't fuck with us there. Can't DMCA our fucking post show, can you, bitch? So if you guys want to hear us uh, talk about Tommy Sodomizer's latest video, we'll be doing that in the post show after this is over. But now back to insipid feminist nonsense. Oh, one more point on self-actualization. Um, who you are constantly changes based upon where you are in your life at that time. There is no penultimate form of yourself. So you know. For you. Right. Please, this punch. And I... <laughs> who wants to be president anyway? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Oh, God. No. Hillary. Too much cringe. Too much cringe. Ben, um, ben can't handle it. Ben's like, I can't yeah. take this anymore. 
bad. <laughs> It All really these people bad. just like giggling at each other, like what's going on there? I don't this know. is a Tumblr gathering. Tumblr gathering. All the Tumblrites. Yeah, well. I don't want to be president anyway. It's like good, no one else wants to be president either. Well, you have to support your sisters. When they get up to read their ridiculous, condescending, absurd poem, you have to be into it, man. Because if you're not, you're just denying her womanhood. Is she, I mean, like, could we even loosely call this a poem? No. I don't think we it's could. A, it, it's an absurd rambling rant aided by notes. I mean, like, at least some of these other fema- uh, feminist slam poets, they've, like, memorized this shit, and they had some kind of a delivery. I mean, feminist slam poetry sucks under the best of circumstances, but when it's, like, this level of rank-ass amateur, like, you're not even good for the low standards of feminist slam poetry. By that low standard, this is still bad. Well, I mean, you saw is... you saw the shaky cam when it started. I mean, you saw, like, the, the fucking slowly zoom in. This is like <sighs> listening to the most boring person that you remember from high school describe why they became a feminist. It's, a, it's, it's the worst... Like it's gross. Now, outside of your little bubble, nobody would sit and listen to this. You would be booed off of any stage that allowed criticism. So just sit down and keep your notes in your lap next time. Just trying to marginalize her, then, Paul. Just trying to marginalize her. Booed off the stage, oh. Paul. That sounds like trying to silence sexism somebody. at its finest. Anyway, I think we should go do the post show. You want to just do it now? How long have we been on? Uh, like two hours and 15 minutes, I think. I guess that's long enough. All right, everybody, we're going to do the post show. We're going to fucking tear Tommy Sodomizer, a new asshole. It's going to be great. Be sure to check it out. It'll be up uh, probably later this evening. Yeah, Bird Flu, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me on after all this time. I've been uh, meaning to pop on for a while, so uh, thank you for the opportunity. Next time, yeah, you got to break dance for us and take a and giant bong rip. Show. Oh, we'll do. I can do both of those at the same time. Sweet. Right. I'm going to hold you to that. Word. Peace and chicken grease. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, yeah. everyone. Uh, keep an eye out for the post show. It'll be on SoundCloud or it'll be on iTunes. It'll be anywhere else you can fucking find podcasts. Yeah, basically our audio feed. So Drunken you can have audio many feed. Follow us on Facebook. Or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And even though we might not be able to use our actual channel for a while, if you're not um, <coughs> someone who watches the Drunken Peasants regularly, please go to subscribe. that channel and subscribe to show your support. And uh, we could probably use patrons more than ever as well, patreon.com forward slash DP. Uh, you get access to the next private show where Paul and Scotty are going to be at each other's throats in a brutal drinking contest to the finish. Who will win? Who will survive? No one knows. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. DP Ball Z. All right, everybody. See you in the post show. Good night, y'all. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 